Hitchens' unbeaten start to the season was spoiled away at Bromsgrove Sporting on Saturday afternoon, but the Canaries have drawn both of their home games nil-nil. Supporters are in for a little bit more excitement today as Needham market visit. Needham, of course, dished out a 6-1 thumping of Hitchin the last time they were here, and Hitchin have never beaten the Suffolk side in the league's history. Surely those 2-0 draws are going to be shattered today as Hitchin take on Needham market live at Topfield and HDFC Radio. The season well and truly up and underway five games into it now and it's been fairly good for so so far for Hitchin they'd have been disappointed Marikelli and it's to drop down to, to the lowly uh, levels of eighth place on Saturday I mean still very happy of where we are aren't we well it's traumatizing really I mean when you've been up in third place and now you find yourself in eighth <laughs> it's very yeah yeah I mean with respect Freddie it's, it's absolutely great for Hitchin Town um, and uh, from from what I can believe it was a uh, an arg arguably a red card mm. which kind of started the uh, the downfall really um, and, and then yeah well, the rest is history went 1-0 up and then conceded to two goals to, to lose our first game of the season yeah like away at Bromsgrove on Saturday hitching uh, a red card to Lewis Barker as you say it was one of those where a few fans feel you know that home advantage of course the players the fans get around the referee and put the pressure on to make the decision of the red card and of course Lewis Barker he's picked up a bit of a reputation after all these years as well <laughs> Just a um, but Stephen Gleeson also sent off the last time these two sides met and um, obviously a, a lot on him in the midfield he starts alongside Barker an important note that suspension hasn't gone through uh, just yet he'll miss the game on Saturday yeah. uh, against Haybridge Swifts at home um, so it is still that tough tackling uh, midfield Marek but yeah. you know it's been a, a weird start to the season in terms of two away wins of course then one away loss and and two nil nil draws at home which you've had the pleasure of commentating on uh, yeah yeah a pleasure being the operative word there I mean it's, it's of course it's wonderful not to concede a goal at home but we've been struggling on the front foot and 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 putting uh, putting goals on the score sheet really basically uh, it's it's um, we I, to be fair we was kind of expecting this though weren't we mm. Yeah, I suppose if you listen to our, our commentaries, our podcasts at the start of the season, this was certainly the way we saw things going. But, yeah. you know, we talked to Mark Burke before the season started and he said we'll be, look to, to keep tight away from home and, and get some draws away and be a bit more expansive at home. But it's been the opposite so far. I mean, that recent win away at Rushton and Diamond seemed to really show how far we've come. Yeah, I mean, that that was an absolute pleasure being up there with Joseph and it's always good to give him a bit of stick, isn't it? <laughs> finally. Uh, yeah, finally, at last. I mean, they, they have literally had the blar over us for uh, for a long time and um, it's nice to just be able to sort of give it give a little bit of it back. But he took it in the, in the best possible taste, of course. He even invited me for a drink, which was nice of him. But, I mean, at the moment, we are putting ghosts to rest. And, yeah. I mean, I played the, the horrible Ghostbusters uh, kind of... Uh, <laughs> poi on it all but um, yeah I mean this is another ghost that we can lay to rest isn't it we haven't beaten these guys in the league um, we did beat them in a cup if I'm not mistaken yeah 3-0 in the FA Cup a couple of years ago Callum Stead scored a brace in that one he was really the only Hitchin player capable of scoring against Needham <laughs> of course that that time has come and passed but um, of course this time last year Needham coming over here um, they hadn't won for nine games yeah. um, at, from the start of the season so they were they hadn't won in the league so far uh, they were bottom of the table it was a bit of a relegation battle and they somehow beat Hitchin 6-1 and you'll remember it well I certainly do Mark Burke yeah, on, yeah. on the verge it seemed like of resigning after that game he called it in his uh, programme notes a watershed moment uh, but something that, that seemed to turn Hitchin's season around and look since that defeat 
We haven't seen a defeat like that since, and they have been improving. So yeah. maybe it really was that watershed moment that hit that Hitchin needed. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I think it was a wake-up call, not only for, for Berkey, but for the players as well. And, and you know, they've, they've really started to lift their game. We've seen players like Steve Cawley come snap back into life. Um, De Silva as well, kind of, you, you know. And we've also seen the arrival of a couple of new, uh, couple of new stars in, in, in Jack Morrell and, uh, and certainly in Finlay Wilkinson as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, although we don't have an out-and-out -out man at the front, we, we've got people that are capable of putting the ball in the back of the net when they click. Yeah, we've seen it so far. Um, but only three different goal scorers in the five games uh, so far this season. Jack Morrell scored two, as has Finlay Wilkinson, uh, and Corley grabbed one uh, in that away win over AFC Rushton and Diamonds. Um, a lot of injuries uh, to speak of today. Now, Sam Meeks, we haven't really seen much of. He's not in the squad once again. Rio da Silva is on the bench, but we hear he's failed a fitness test. Yeah. Um, there's no Steve Corley. He is off on holiday. Um, Devine's still out injured. Um, so a lot of pressure again on Finley Wilkinson, I suppose. It was a, a, a really well-taken goal for him, though, on Saturday in, uh, in that 2-1 defeat to Bromsgrove. Um, it looks like a striker who's who's capable of doing similar things to Jake Hutchinson, you'd like to say, last season in terms of the way he finishes, the way he takes his opportunities. Uh, still a very young talent and just 19 years of age as well. But yeah. pitching gets someone who can get the ball into his feet. He, he looks like a good finisher. Yeah, well, like you say, I mean, he's got he's got excellent composure in and around the goal, um, which, which is something, you know, that, that excites me. And like you say, it's very uh, Jake Hutchinson-esque. Um, and the way the man, the way the man just sort of the work that he does off the ball is very Jake Hutchinson as well. It's it's, it's almost like you're watching a mini me kind of version of him. Um, mm. Is it right to put all that weight on top of his shoulders? Well, the man seems to have broad shoulders. Yeah, he does uh, for his age. Let's go through the teams then. Uh, now, before you can get your eyebrows ready to be raised, I'll go through the need of market one. Uh, first of all, in goal <laughs> is number one, Marcus Garnham, two, Kyle Hammond, three, Jake Dye, 14, Christian Frimpong, the brother of the former Arsenal man, oh. uh, five, Kieran Morphew, six, Daniel Morphew, no relation, uh, seven, Jacob Lay, eight, Patrick Brothers, nine, Ryan Vigors, uh, 10, Jamie McGrath, and 11, Ross Kett Crane. The subs are 12, Noah Collard. Uh, 15, Evan Collard. Possible relation, I'm not sure there. Uh, 16, Seth Chambers. Uh, 17, Hugh Cullum. And 18, Taylor Clark. Now then, for Hitchin Town, in goal is Charlie Horlock. Number two, uh, Delson Ackham. Three, Callum Kane. Uh, makes his first league start of the season, I think. Uh, four, Toby Symes. Five, Stanley Georgiou. Uh, six, Malachi Black. Seven, Lewis Barker. Eight, Stephen Gleeson. Uh, nine, Joshua Coldicott-Stevens. Uh, ten, Bradley Bell. And eleven, Finley Wilkinson. And the subs are Kai Teal. Uh, Johnny Yolotti, Rio da Silva, Leon Chambers and Alfie Warman. Number nine, Josh Coldicott-Stevens, eh? Get in there, mate. I'll tell you what. I, don't be surprised if he bangs a couple in. That's all I'm going to say, mate. He's my man. That's a bold prediction. We know he likes to hit them, though, from the edge of the box. Doesn't score too many goals, of course. His role is predominantly as a deep-lying midfielder. I think he played in defence as well in Jack Morrell's absence right. uh, in a back three on Saturday. Um, we know Mark Burke was prone occasionally to sticking Dan Webb up front <laughs> in the in the skipper's years, but this is a surprising selection. But maybe he'll he'll just be playing that kind of Steve Cooley role, do you reckon, to support Wilkinson up there? And oh, Brell, Bell, I guess, is more of a creative player who can help him out. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I that's what I would assume that's going on. But uh, again, you see, you can Burke has changed the way that he um, 
plays his players at the moment. He's just got a, a little bit about him this season. Everyone's got to be versatile, haven't they? They have done, and I think it's it's, it's serving him well. Um, and so, you know, if Josh Coldicott-Stevens is up front, he's obviously shown that he can hit the back of the net. We've seen that happen before. The, the thing that worries me, of course, is this red card waiting to happen with Lewis Barber <laughs> and Steve Gleeson in the middle of the yeah, park. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much trouble you're getting if you get a red card and then another red card while you're waiting to get the <laughs> suspension for the first red card, but I wouldn't put it past Lewis Barker. Um, it is certainly a, a midfield that can be at breaking point, yes. uh, but it sounds like a bit of bad luck almost for it. Uh, on Saturday in terms of Lewis Barker anyway. Um, interesting to see how the rest of the team lines up. Now, Jack Green uh, is unavailable today uh, with Delson Akon filling in uh, at right wing back. Uh, and the youngster Callum Kane, uh, rather than Malachi Black, uh, starts at left wing back. So, of course, we yeah. have fiddled around with things in Alex Brown's absence, but Kane's certainly an exciting product of the academy. This, well, he is, and uh, he's, got, he's got quite a lot about him, and he's got pace, he's got a very good touch, uh, and, and he can cross a ball as well and don't be surprised if we see this young man cutting in and, and taking a shot on for himself as well yeah um, Delson Ackham on the other side similar yep. age to Callum Kane similar player I suppose in some ways a lot of pace but still very raw and he had a, a bit of a mixed pre-season as well we weren't always impressed no yeah, well he's, he's still you're not sure what you're going to get with him at the moment Delson Ackham on his on his day he's superb off his day he's uh, absolutely disastrous um, and then in the midfield, looks like Barker and Cleason. Malachi Black, do you reckon, will be in defence alongside Georgiou and Simon? Simon seems to have done really well, actually, in those nil-nils at top field. I think he was man of the match in both of them yeah. uh, against Russell. Uh, and, and Basford United. Um, of course, I wasn't there for the Basford game. I was on holiday, but y you were here. What did you make of that? A, a nil-nil? Could we have gone for it, similar to Russell? Um, to be fair, yeah, I think we could have we could have had a little bit more about us and, and, and maybe sort of threatened them a little bit more. But it just seemed that both teams had kind of come here to settle for a draw anyway. And if it was going to be nil-nil, the first half was a little bit fiery. The second half just seemed a little bit cagey to me, like nobody really wanted to test each other or leave each other vulnerable at the back it just seems like two let's put it in nice neat boxes get the point and crack on well Hitchin have a, a tough run of games coming up they face Haybridge Swifts of the league below uh, in step four uh, on Saturday in the FA Cup they then uh, host Colville the league leaders uh, right. before taking on Bedford Town away and then Stourbridge uh, away after that one so not going to be an easy few weeks September no. uh, once the season really starts getting up and underway but look we'll be desperate for a cup run this year of course uh, Mark yep. Burke may well have half an eye on that this afternoon but the league will be the priority on eight points so far playoffs are within touching distance in the early stages and look you want to make a good start to the season but you also can't rest on your laurels because it has been a good start but there's still plenty of room for an improvement and we know what Needham did to us last year yeah we do um I listen I really don't think that that's going to happen today like even even without the sort of um main guys that we've got like as a main striker we we seem to be finding goals across the park all right we've got our one of our top goal scorers out Morel he's going to be so missed because um, he's a quality player as we know he's very but also capable. The, the fact that he is one of the top scorers through pre-season continuing in yeah. already shows you know as a defender how little up front I suppose we have as well yeah you know when you see a defender's missing and you think where are the goals going to come yeah. from <laughs> yeah. you, you know you're not maybe in an ideal position uh, no. but Bradley Bell as well first start for him since returning to the Canaries of course at a short spell 
uh, you know, around 2019-20. Played a bit in pre-season. Haven't really seen much of him, but look, we know he can put the ball in the back of the net from his previous spell, at least. Yeah, yeah. We we, we know all about Brad Bell, don't we? And uh, nice to see him back at the club as well. And uh, and this should be quite interesting because we haven't really uh, seen anything of him since he's, he's been back, really. A little, little cameo um, the other week, but nothing really sort of yeah. solid. And this is his chance now. Um, to, to show us what he's got and it, listen he's capable of scoring goals yeah mainly played on the right side of a 4-2-3-1 uh, on the right wing of course a very different formation now but it looks like he's going to be up there alongside Cody Cott-Stevens and Finley Wilkinson um, so a big game uh, for him today and as with Malachi Black as well playing uh, in defence I remember he did it against Cheson in the Hart Senior Cup when Gleeson right. was injured mm. he did really well actually held things held his own back there but not probably not his favourite position you have to say the thing about Malachi right and probably the thing that's, uh, that's his undoing is that he is very good um, across the field do you know what I mean so he is going to get moved about he's not really going to have a, 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 a a chance to settle, if you like, if that is, is that the right yeah, yeah. expression? So, but again, he's a great utility player, and, and Burke, he does love a utility player, doesn't he? Just a thought with Cody Cut Stevens as well. The two teams are lining up in front of us and going through the pre-match fist bumps. Um, it's one of those you need them. You do your, your tactics, your scouting, your yeah. analysis of the other team. None of them will have predicted that. So no. none of them are thinking he's going to be up front. No one knows what he's like as a striker. He himself doesn't know what he's like as a striker. <laughs> but it does just throw a little bit of a surprise card in there. Yeah, and, and I think that. That's probably the, the the gameplay here. You know what I mean? It's got they're, they're going to ex be expecting Corley and De Silva, and none of them are on the pitch. So now they're thinking, well, hang on a minute. Uh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, where's he come from? Um, and, and maybe, maybe you know, I, I mean, if they're if they're foolish enough to think that we we are that sure and that we've just sticking players in because we just haven't got anybody, um, then that's that's down to them, you know. But I think I think um, Josh Coldicott Stevens is gonna is gonna provide us something, a little bit of excitement up there, if no goals. Uh, and then of course, you know, with Ding Dong, Bradley Bell, uh, and Finlay Wilkinson, who's who's very rapidly becoming a favourite here at Hitchin. Um, you know, we might see some goals in this game, Freddie. Hitchin have gone through their pre-match warm-up routine. Think of think ring a ring of roses and a load of footballers in yellow and green that going around in plague, a circle, you know, going song. in and out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going through that routine. Needham in their red and black. They don't change that kit much really over the years. And one thing that has stayed the same for them is their dominance over Hitchin. 6-1 and 3-1 uh, were the score lines against the Canaries last season. This is a ghost Hitchin need to lay one to rest. But as you say, they've done it already against Rushton. And hopefully they will be up to the task again today. Now, if you are listening in, whoever you're supporting, make sure to get in touch with us on our website where we'll uh, check your messages in the uh, chat feature. Uh, you can just put, there's a little button that says open chat. Otherwise, you can tweet me at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchintown FC. Uh, let us know if you're listening in. Let us know any predictions, who you're supporting, uh, or anything else if you want to shout out because we are all ready to go here. It's going to be Finley Wilkinson. Uh, to kick things off. So we've had 180 minutes at home. No goals, no goals. for either side. Prediction? Time for that to change. I'm going another nil-nil. <laughs> Charlie Horlock will take that. We spoke to him on the way around. We are underway now anyway. Uh, but we were saying, look, you haven't conceded at home yet. And has been the way for some time. As Lewis Barker, <laughs> with nine seconds on the clock, has conceded a foul. Challenging for the high ball uh, up there. Started in a rather advanced role. Cody got Stevens in the number nine, but he's alongside Steve Gleason in the base of midfield with Barker up front. So Mark Burke has woke up feeling rather cheeky yeah. with his 
And why Team not? selection, but Needham on the front foot already. Drilled across the middle. Oh dear, it's almost a home goal. Stan Georgiou not really too aware of that one was. The ball was played across. It looked like he had quite a lot of time to deal with it, but it was on his weaker left foot and he just placed it wide of the corner. Yeah, nervous moment there for Hitchin uh, and for Stan actually, but uh, fortunately just trickling past the post. Yeah, had one own goal already, haven't we, away at Rushton. And almost the second one there. Nil-nil, less than a minute play. Needham of the first corner of the game is headed on, headed over the bar by Jamie McGrath. Chance for him. Hitchens' fragility from set pieces has been exposed over the last couple of seasons and that was really an early chance. Yeah, I mean, if you need a markets manager, you're going to say when we get a set piece, just put the pressure on them um, because they are a little bit gullible from a set piece. So Charlie Horlock will take the goal kick. Relief for Hitchin after George, who played that one wide, almost scoring an own goal. And <laughs> Jamie McGrath then heading over the top of Charlie Horlock's goal. Just over a minute played. The deadlock almost broken finally here at top field. As Horlock goes long. Barker running up and not quite winning the ball, but it continues on its march forward and it's cleared away. Just off the toe, really, of Bradley Bell out for uh, a Needham market throw-in. Needham have made a, a decent start to the season. Played 5-1-2, drawn one, but lost two. They're a point behind Hitchin and one place behind. So they're in eighth with Hitchin uh, seventh. Now, here is the throw in. Georgiou heading up and over the top. Needham had a fantastic FA Trophy run last year, which didn't prove to be a distraction from their league form in the end. They finished 12th, the most number of draws in the league. Only won one more game than Hitchin, actually, overall, but picked up seven more points than the Canaries over the course of the season. But in the end, the success in one competition really derailed them in the other. That can happen, though, can't yeah. it? It's Cody Cott Stevens tried to clear this one away the Needham fans are up in the Bedford Road end there's a, a red army flag and a drum as well been a while since you've seen a drum up there at top field but of course good weather and a bank holiday Monday people have come down they made the trip from Suffolk and there's plenty of course in hitching colours here uh, as well taking in some bank holiday football Needham have another throw in here on the left hand side taken direct up into their strike and now drilled across the box Callum Kane gets there. Lewis Barker's the only man forward though and the ball's just cleared back into the box as an offside flag raised against Jamie McGrath and Horlock standing underneath it so already Hitchin pushed up against the wall. Yeah that's okay we don't mind that man bring it on. Lewis Barker all the way up there up front but may well be thinking he gets him out of the danger zone in case of a possible red card. <laughs> He's up there again now and doesn't win the ball. He does now, though. Heading it down for Finley oh. Wilkinson. Ball oh, almost falls to Cody Cox Stevens at the edge of the box. Barker really playing the man, but not the ball there. Allowing, just making some space for the ball to run into. And Bell was on the end of it. I mean, it's going to be that long ball tactic today. Looks like it. And if, you, if, if you're playing that thing, you want a man in the box that's going to be causing problems. And uh, LB will do that. Yeah, wins another header here. Someone's got to do it in the absence of Jack Green, of course, who is normally winning everything down the right-hand side of the pitch as Marek's coffee is passed up to him. Thank you. Yep, personally delivered coffee <laughs> from my main man. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's like a baby was being passed up to you there. It was very... It was very gently very done. delicate. It's <laughs> ball over Georgie's head now. There's already a uh, throw-in in the process. Mark Burke getting stuck into his team so far. He will be very keen, I'm sure, to avoid the embarrassment of last season's 6-1 defeat here at home to Needham Market. Remember it, 
sad day. It was indeed a real reckoning for Hitchin. Kane now exchanging passes with Cole. He got Siemens down the left, flicked on by Barker. Uh, just had gone behind for a throw-in though. And the Needham keeper, Marcus Garnham, uh, will go over to collect the ball. Do you know one thing, right, that I just thought found really interesting? The number five and number six, Kieran Morphew and Daniel Morphew, are not related. Not related. Um, it's an interested surname and they're not yeah. related. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that they've formed a, an excellent partnership, really, yeah. uh, in the centre of defence. Kieran Morphew, actually the very first player to come through the Needham Market Academy all the way back in 2013. Wow. Uh, and Daniel as well, actually a bit of a goal scorer from set pieces. He's certainly a threat. So both of those two useful players, Kieran the, the captain now, after being vice-captain uh, for many years for Needham. Their academy's been a, a real key part. Of course, it's a side in, I guess, quite a remote region in terms of football where actually you can pick up quite a few players because there aren't too many rival clubs who are, are going to come in for them. Of course, we had the trio of Needham, Leiston and Lowestoft last year. Lowestoft yeah, has yeah. dropped down a division. There aren't too many clubs of a higher level that are going to be around to snap your players up. So it, it can be a good and bad thing. Of course, the geography of these Suffolk sides. Here's Bradley Bell, just about keeping the ball in play up against that man Jamie McGrath. Needham looking to play their way out. They are a good footballing side, but here's Akon. Brought down, shouts to the referee, but nothing given. Lewis Barker asking the linesman exactly why, but Delson Akon back up to his feet, happy to continue. Charlie Horlock will pass him the ball for the throw-in. So the early chance of yellows going up down the far side. We've played six minutes, it's nil-nil uh, between Hitchin Town and Needham Market. Ackham takes the throw in. Barker's up there, gets to the ball ahead of Daniel Morphew and then Cody Cook Stevens heading it back over the top. Barker putting himself about once again. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to be coming up against him, would you, That's in defence? No, exactly right, which is what I think he's just been put there to do. Burke has gone in, he's gone, look, you've got a red card, go out there and get yourself another Bell one. Bell to Georgiou. <laughs> New fired by Cody Cook Stevens, hopefully not in the 12th minute mark like last time. Uh, Here's Callum Kane onto his right foot, going for goal. Weaker right foot, it's gone a long way wide in the end, but the move still applauded all the same by these Hitchin supporters. Well, it's nice to see us having a crack, isn't it? Having a crack at the goal, and uh, and again, it's coming from a defender. But if, if that's where the goals are going to come from, our wing-backs, then br yeah, I say bring it on. Absolutely. Callum Kane has won many admirers. Uh, here's Luke Ingram, the Needham Market player. He said, I'm injured, but feel like I'm at the game anyways. Great work, chaps. Thank you very much, Luke. Speedy recovery. Welcome aboard, And I'm Luke. sure Mark Burke and the Hitching contingent. Oh. oh, we'll come back to that later because Finley Wilkinson's coming through. He's got round his man. Wilkinson shoots. Wilkinson scores. This man knows where the back of the net is. And once again, he puts the Canaries 1-0 up. They go over and celebrate by the Canary Kitchen. Needham trying to play out from the back and trying in vain. You do not want to give a ball to someone like Finley Wilkinson there, Marak. 1-0 to Hitchin. Absolutely. I mean, Frimpong, I think it was, trying to play the ball in forward to up to Patrick Brothers and, uh, and a bit of miscommunication going on there. The ball was well nicked um, and, and distributed perfectly out to Wilkinson, who's tucked it away. The man looks absolutely bang on. Three goals now for Finley Wilkinson in Hitchin Colours. Need a market caught out. We were wondering where the goals were going to come from. And sometimes they do just get handed to you. But tell you what, Wilkinson still had a lot of work to do there and a couple of men to get round. And he seems to be incredible at getting these finishes away from tight angles as well. It's his composure, Freddie. Yeah. It's his, you know, he's not panicking. He's not thinking, hang on, I'm through here. He's beaten the man. And, and then he's still got the composure with a couple of geezers trying to drag him all over the place to get a nice touch on the ball mm. and then stick it in the yeah, back well, of the in net. In the meantime, his boot fell off. So he's over there <laughs> on the other side doing up his laces again. <laughs> but yeah, and, and with that 
composure as well. The likes of Meeks and, and Divine in preseason, we just didn't quite see no. it, did we? So Wilkins is certainly proving why he is first choice. So Luke Ingram tuning in. Well, I'm sure Hitcher will be glad that you can't make it today, of course. Always a, a danger <laughs> up against the Canaries, but unfortunately the news we've got to bring to you and that the Needham fans is that it is 1-0 uh, to the Canaries early on, of course, looking for their first ever league win uh, against Needham Market. Hello. Who are coming forward oh. now. Good defending back there by Malachi Black, I think it was. Played nine minutes, hitching lead by a goal to nil. Yeah, Three goals this season now for Wilkinson. Just got to watch it watch it because Need and Market are straight back on the front foot and we don't want to be uh, giving them any opportunities. Oh, Delson. Foul here by Delson Ackham. So back to back games, Hitchin take the lead. It's all about how they approach it now. Of course, they managed to do it on Saturday with 10 men. Wilkinson scoring again, really, from where it didn't look like there was too much of a chance and hammered the ball home. He does look very good, actually. If you can create a chance out of nothing, then, you know, you've definitely got what it takes. It's the first goal we've seen at top field. It is. This season. 188 minutes in, I think. <laughs> so, the Hitchin fans' patience has been rewarded. Two men in the wall here for the free kick. Ross Crane, one of them over it, and it's going to be him. Left-footed from the left-hand side, swung in, Charlie Horlock right, diving through the air. And then the follow-up cleared away by Belt. Well, headed over now by Frimpong. Coldicott Stevens can't get there. The bounce is too much, though, for Ross Crane. And Hitchin will just settle things down now, try and hold on to this lead. Well, hopefully they can, because what last thing we want them to do is to get all flustered. I know we scored a goal, it's, it's crazy, but we have. Uh, just calm down a little bit now, <laughs> lads. Yeah, that'll absolutely be the goal. Shout out to Steve as well, who's listening in. So great start, Canaries, listening into the commentary, doing a great job as usual. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Always appreciated. Ten minutes gone here. As Akon clears the ball away. Syme after it now. Clears this one nicely over the top. Wilkinson will run in behind, and he gets there. A real bundle of energy up front. He is good. Works hard for his goals as Malachi Black plays the ball back into Syme. Looking for Georgiou. Hitchin don't want to be cut, caught out like Needham were. Georgiou chipping one over and there's not really anyone up there. Of course, with Lewis Barkey, you don't really have that natural striker's instinct, that striker's movement that you might get with, well, a striker, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> in the nicest possible way. As Needham now come through, almost a chance for Crane into the box, but Horlock was a little unsure about coming off his line. He got there in the end. Just going to, may I give a shout out to Stan's Nan and yep. who regularly listens. <laughs> yeah, we hear she, of course, can tune into the Bromsgrove game. None of us were able to mention that we weren't able to get there. No. We're at a variety of places across the UK, but we're looking to get to most games now for the remainder of the season, of course. And so there's another foul here from Delson Ackham. We'll be frustrated. It was a foul, though. <laughs> In all fairness. Marcus Garnham then in all blue will take the free kick just on the left-hand side outside his penalty area sending the men in red forward Kevin Horlock's side former Manchester City player in his playing days 206 appearances there a little bit before the days of Guardiola and yeah all of that money though of course play for West Ham and then Ipswich and of course moving closer to Needham Market in 2008 took over as player as the assistant manager also the spell managing uh, Malden and Tiptree uh, as well uh, from 20 to, uh, before joining Needham in 2020. So a man who knows the area around it well. He's in charge of the academy as well. And similarly to Mark Burke, is a, an excellent grasp of the players who are coming through the system. Yeah. 
so many of these starters today have come up through that Needham Academy. It, it, it really is good to see. Something the club I know are, are very proud of, the work that's been done behind the scenes. Here's Stan Georgie bringing the ball down. Back into Charlie Horlock. Now Malachi Black. There's only one Needham player really doing the pressing, which is Ryan Vigors, but no, the, the back three for Hitchin back there have got quite a lot of space to play the ball around and, and move it out nicely, which is what Needham were trying to do. Yeah, it looks to me like they're trying to get players in from the wing and um, Symes just had to hustle one of them out there. So. But that's what it looks like they're doing. It looks like the sides are coming in and they've just got the one guy pressing. He's called he cut Stevens up and over the top. Barker saying, get out of my way. I'm going to try and get the ball back and he, he can't do that. But he makes Marcus gone and make a hash of it though and the ball's out for a throw in. Barker. The ref ain't interested. No, I, I'm sure I heard a little clip of the shins or something <laughs> there, but the referee obviously didn't. Steve Police will have the throw in, but he's a bit frustrated. He has to slow it down. Uh, a shout out for Stu as well. He said, listening into Hitchin with Freddie and Marek whilst cutting up the insulation. House, house renovation stops for no bank holiday. Absolutely. Fair enough, Stu. Thank you for listening in. Crack on, mate. You'll need that for the winter, of course, <laughs> the insulation. As the ball's played back for Charlie Horlock. Nice to have plenty of the listeners in here so far. The reverse fixture is one we're looking forward to. The 2nd of January. It's gone the other way. Bloomfields <laughs> as the free kick yeah, goes to Needham Market. Carl Hammond underneath it there. A player who actually played 60 games under, under Kevin Horlock whilst he was at Malden and Tiptree as well. Signed for them from Ipswich Town. He's got a free kick now uh, for his side, which will be taken uh, by Kieran Morphew. Right-footed, long up and over the top. Georgiou and Akam are both underneath it and now Akam will sprint and use all of his pace to get to the ball ahead of his man and works out well. Back to Georgiou. Barker again putting himself about and the ball's cleared away by Kieran Morphew. Brought down again by Coldicott Stevens. Now Frimpong, the number 14, playing wide but it's dispossessed and Callum Kane can stretch his legs. He just loses his footing though but Gleeson pings a lovely ball wide into Wilkinson first time. Back into the Irishman now, Cody Stevens in the number nine shirt, but a bit of a red herring in the end, wasn't it? It was yeah, still it was. playing in midfield. And now Belt trying to work it wide to Akon. The execution isn't there. Needham can play their football again. Cody Stevens back in there. The number nine looked good for his Instagram pictures, I suppose, but he's still <laughs> playing in the midfield. <laughs> yeah. Be able to show his friends he was in the nine shirt today, but it's Barker he's up from. Not much going on in the Southern League so far, but Nuneaton have taken the lead at home to Hensford, which for the time being puts them top of the nice. table. A bit of a surprising start to the season for Borough, who have certainly exceeded expectations so far. So there's a, free, a throw in here for, Hitch, for Needham's fight, what looked like a shove on Bradley Bell. Referee's giving nothing away, mate. He's he is <laughs> letting the play go so far, isn't he? Good for him. Toby Syme just misses out on the header here and now Needham might be through into the box uh, is Jamie McGrath Excellent defended work. well by Gleeson the ball's behind for a corner Hitchin have to be careful here yeah if, if they, as soon as they start to get a little bit of uh, momentum Needham market they start to look dangerous set piece is of course a threat against Hitchin in any game 15 gone here though 1-0 to the Canaries thanks to Finley Wilkinson Finn Shorten's asked for a shout out asking you all receive Finn thank you for listening in Absolutely. Keep them coming in. 1-0 to the Canaries. Corner for Needham, though. They're second of the game. The first one very nearly resulting in a goal. This is another good delivery in the middle of the oh. box. It will fall on the edge for Cody Cook-Stevens. He takes it down on his knee. Tried to bring it out, play one over the top. In mm. the end, I think he was worried about the defender getting close to him. So 
Yeah, just a little bit too far in front of Wilkinson there to pick it up. And now a throw in for the man over on that far side, uh, Kyle Hammond. Second year at the club now. And he takes a throw in into Patrick Brothers, <laughs> who bodied off the ball really in the end, and it's out for another Hitchin throw in. So an impressive start. They have a great record on these Bank Holiday Monday games, though, Hitchin, losing 2 0 to Royston at home uh, this time last year on the August Bank Holiday Monday. Freddie, these are different times, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All I've of my stats are going out the window this year, which is excellent. Well, I've seen too many ghosts get laid to rest, yeah. so this is another one going to get laid to rest today. Ball over the oh. top now. Malachi, uh, sorry, Toby, sign brought down. Bradley Bell will try and restart things quickly. Kicks the ball back to sign, but everyone's really back in there. Steve Gleason throwing the ball to Malachi Black, and Hitchin will send a few forward now. I mean... You. There won't be that des desperation to really go out and score now. Yeah, get another one. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep it away Black Up and over the top. It's too near to Marcus Garnham, who just walks out from goal really in the end and claims the ball. And we'll try and launch a counter-attack because everyone went forward for Hitchin, really, apart from Gleeson and Malachi Black, who's got defending to do now. Does it really, really well up against Ryan Vigors and receives a free kick as well for his trouble. So excellent work by Malachi. Yeah, um, as soon as he put Malachi Black to the ground, he did a little rolly over him <laughs> himself, but the lino was uh, was very aware of what happened. 1-0 thanks to Finley Wilkinson then. Here on HTFC Radio, Freddie Cardi and Marek Elionic are your commentators. You can find us, as always, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, of course, if you want to drop us a follow. Nuneaton now uh, one all against Hensford. Nuneaton second then so far. Colville uh, top of the league. Not really surprising many, are they, Colville? But Nuneaton certainly are. Yeah, Nuneaton are doing really well this season. And uh, surprised to see that they conceded so quickly after scoring one. But uh, fair play to Colville. Horlock up and over the top. Charlie Horlock, that is. And now Kane on the second ball again. It's easy pickings for Marcus Garnham, who is a bit of a jeer, of course, was involved a little bit in that goal. Needham giving the ball away and Wilkinson only too happy to capitalise. But he's back there Excellent. defending now, helping out Delson Akom. The two of them combine well. Bell now to Gleeson. Cody cut Stevens in the midfield. And I'm oh. not quite sure what that was. He was trying to switch it onto the left-hand side. He needed Usain Bolt really down the left wing to try and get there. Yeah, because Wilkinson was down the right-hand yeah. side. <laughs> An instance of Cody cut Stevens just not looking up to find his best option. Just hope someone would be there. Yeah, it's kind of that auto-cross, yeah. isn't it? It looks good if someone's there, of course. <laughs> yeah. Ruben Nevers played a lovely one yesterday, oh, I think, in that he? Wolves game. A couple of great goals there. Another throw in for Needham Market now, then. 1-0. I think they said, sorry, I shouldn't bang on about Wolves, but I think they had eight Portuguese players yeah, in the team. Or yeah, they ridiculous. do that link with um, George Mendes, the, um, the super agent, they call him, but mm. so many Portuguese players going through there, even... Now, of Rui Patricio, of course, has moved on a, a couple more. But, yeah, so many. But they love it there. I think there are a few Portuguese cafes and stuff swinging up in Wolverhampton now and trying to make it feel a little bit more like home. Yeah. The Wolves fans certainly taken to them. Here's Daniel Morphew across to, to Kieran. Russell nil, Barwell one. Brady Hickey scored a world against Hitchin last year, didn't he? He's put Barwell a goal ahead there against Russell, who have not quite made the start of the season that they'd have liked, of course. They were up there last year, knocked out in the playoff semi-finals, but they drew here only a few weeks ago. 
Yeah, nil nil. So we have finally seen a goal at top field this season. Finley Wilkinson scoring it for Hitchin after eight minutes. Two goals in two games for him. This ball's up and over the top. Kane underneath it. And the ball out for another need and throw in. So it's just a bit of a quiet passage in this game, of course. Hitchin yeah. won't mind that. They know it's not going to be a high scorer, this one, but normally if a high scorer is involving Needham and Hitchin go oh, fairly one-sided, so Hitchin <laughs> won't mind this one bit, especially with the squad they've got. I wonder if Steve Corley is listening in on holiday, perhaps. Let us know if you are, Steve. So throw in now for Needham. They play it the 1-2. Syme underneath it. Cody Cott-Stevens hooks the ball away. He's an improved player, that's sign his quality. Yeah, so two man of the matches with the two clean sheets here at Topfield. And he has come on leaps and bounds just in pre-season alone, hasn't he? And really has. We knew he was a good player in there straight away when he came back from Harpenden in pre-season. And Hitchin gave him enough of a go for him to impress. And he was signed up promptly for the league campaign. Is Frimpong again playing back into... Morphew clears the ball away. Stan Georgiou does well, recovering back. And now Cody Cook-Stevens heads it down. Again, Hitchin happy to keep possession, play the way they're facing. Syme over the top, not quite reaching Wilkinson, who does well. Horlock flying off his line now, gathers the ball, and he's perfectly happy there. I like that from Wilkinson as well, because it wasn't the best ball into him. He's never going to win the header. No. Doesn't throw his arms in the air, keeps going and keeps working. You can't argue with that. No, I, I, I love it. I've, from what, what I've seen so far, he looks like an excellent signing. Of course, Hitchin fans all warm to him very Ooh, quickly with his winner on the opening day away at Barwell, bundling that ball home. Yeah, that was a pleasure. Wasn't it? <laughs> his goals have got a little better since then, at least. <laughs> we'll take them all though, Finn. Signing from Histon. Cambridge here. This ball's played up and over by Kyle Hammond. Need him a little unconvincing so far, really. Haven't really nipped much together in the way of attack so far. And they be wanting to respond. Well, yeah, definitely going to want to do that after the the fact that they have, have beaten us every single time that yeah, we played them. Scored nine goals in two games against us last year. Struggling a little so far. Of course, the goal they gave away wasn't one they'll look back on fondly at all. It was pretty poor, in all honesty. Finley Wilkinson doing well to dispatch it, though. Horlock clears this one away. Up and over the top, looking for Bradley Bell. Can't quite get there. The ball full to Delson Akom, though. Driving forward. Former Milton Keynes Academy man. Back into Cody Hot Stevens. So Jack Morell, Marek missing out on this one again. He, of course, his knee injury kept him out on Saturday as well. He'll be coming on to talk to us at half time though. We're looking forward to that, so make sure you hang around at half time. Yeah, excellent. We can talk to him about his injury. But uh, when I did see him up at the uh, Wilbury Hotel during the lunch, uh, <laughs> he, he said it's, it, it didn't look good, but we'll find out. Yeah, he certainly will. Massive loss for the Canaries, of course. Yeah. It's been outstanding so far, both goal scoring and in defence. A replacement, supposedly, for Kieran Jones. Stratford 1, Bromsgrove Sporting 1 as well, up in Warwickshire. Well done, Akon now holding on. Ball goes behind, out for a goal kick, according to the referee. The Needham players um, aren't happy with that. Well, an interesting stat I picked out yesterday. So after five matches last season, Hitchin were 18th in the table. They'd lost four of their opening five. <laughs> this season, though, 
Um, it's been exactly a, a little bit different, hasn't it? Um, an, an excellent start. Two wins, two draws, uh, and one defeat, and they're up uh, in eighth. You can't argue with that in terms of starting the season. Needham, on the other hand, last year were winless from their opening five, and they were 20th in the table, so doing even worse. It took them 10 games to pick up their, fir uh, to pick up their first win, which was, of course, here at top field in mid-October. So yeah, yeah. at least they've had two wins like Hitchens so far. Well, we're playing them at the right time then, aren't we? <coughs> Delson Akon with the throw in then. Hitchens still lead by a goal to nil. Right in front of our commentary box here. Hitchin kicking from uh, left to right. That come down to Lewis Barker. Oh, physical once again. So the ball's played out well, though, by Needham. Barker in there and scrapping, but his man gets away still. Akon wins it back, though. Finley Wilkinson now looking for Akon. Gets there. Just too many players around him ready to work anything, and it's really well done in the end by Needham. He's Jake Dye playing it back in, and now they go long. Up to... Ryan Vigors, who plays it wide again to Carl Hammond. Hammond down That's the line, really well worked this to Ross Crane. Crane up against Callum Kane. Kane gets enough of a foot there, and but uh, Crane <laughs> keeps it in. Still going on to his left foot, gets a shot away. It was Tame and Horlock down to his left-hand side. Makes an easy save, 1-0 to Hitchin. Tame, Clane, and Kane. what was the other one? Crane? Crane, Crane and Kane, yeah. Good God, that's a tongue twister, but <laughs> he did well, mate. Nice well to done. be back. Yeah, no. <laughs> 25 minutes gone, 1-0. Two Morpheus, two Collards on the bench. There was a Pollard as well, but he's not here anymore. And two Horlocks as well. Yeah, two Horlocks. Lewis Barker now trying to get the ball in. He's won a corner for his side. First one of the game. Lewis Barker has put in an excellent performance so far. Mate, he really has, hasn't he, up there? He's not going to win any awards or be scouted to play up front for any National League teams, but he is doing his job to perfection. Yeah, I mean, that's what you need in this game. You just need somebody that's going to be in the box and cause a lot of trouble, and uh, <laughs> Lewis Barker's the man for the job. 26 gone then, corner for Hitchin to be taken by Stephen Gleeson. You can count one, two, three, four, five, six Hitchin players in the penalty area. Malachi Black's on the edge. Bradley Bell offering the short option, though. And he's unmarked as well, so definitely something Steve Gleeson might look for. Instead, Bell's going to run into the box then. Have they got a routine on their minds? It's floated up towards the back post. Georgie was underneath it. It's headed away. Only as far as Cody Cut stevens on the left-hand side. Toby Syme now. Cody Cut stevens chipping one in. We'll come to the number eight brothers to head it away. Gleason again recovering the ball. Into That's Toby Syme. Hitchin happy to play it around. Syme to Gleason, both in light orange boots. And now Cody Cut stevens Hair tied back. Chips one over the top, looking for Barker. He's on side. Tried to flick it through. <laughs> and he's got a smile in his face as well. But link up with Wilkinson has been there at times. Yeah, it certainly has. And um, he was unlucky there, to be yeah. fair to him. Still 1-0 to the Canaries. Wilkinson's goal separates the two sides so far. It's been a good hitching display, this, hasn't it? Certainly has, especially again of the rear guard. You know, mm. we, we say that, that Needham haven't really had a chance, but they have. I mean, you know, they're coming forward in, in drones and we've yeah, just Malachi dealt with Black it. Black doing well again there on the left-hand side. I mean, this is one where the back five just works perfectly because up against it, you know, Needham aren't throwing too many resources forward and every time they do, they're just outnumbered by yellow shirts back there. We are hard to beat at home, or certainly have been so far this season. Needham trying to... Forge your way through at the moment, though. The ball played out to Carl Hammond. Hammond chipping one in. Sign with a diving mm. header away. Up to Barker, who can't quite get there. 
Kevin Horlock just knocks the ball back in. Because it is a Needham market throw-in then. Needham, uh, who have about a 140-mile round trip for their fans today. And the train, I think, is also an option. You can come down uh, on that as well. And they have enjoyed visits to Topfield in recent years, of course, the Needham fans. Which did beat them 3-0, though, in an FA Cup game. Uh, a couple of years ago, back in September 2020, Stead scoring a brace. Laurie Marsh also on the score sheet in the FA Cup, but still yet to beat Needham in the league. Uh, Hitch in town. Horlock with the uh, goal kick now, throw in, sorry. Throw in now, which will give to uh, Stan Georgiou. Now Delson Ackle. He's got his hair out today. Yeah, he, he has the afro. In full float. Looks good, man. Why to oh, Charlie Horlock again, who's walloped that one away. Now it's just about bounced down, but it's not really gone anywhere. It's gone just about far enough out for a, an Eden Market throw in to be taken by Jake Dye. Dye now. Up to his man in the edge of the box. Back to goal. Coldy Cut Stevens clears away. Barker again happy to feed off the scraps, putting pressure on the Needham defenders. But Morphew goes back into Garner, who gets jeered again by the fans. <laughs> Up and over the top. Oh, Simon Black almost go for the same header, but Simon got there first, headed the ball away. Beaten this time. Wins the second ball, though, up against Jamie McGrath. Good work here by Frimpong, though, against Barker. Those two enjoying a, a good battle out there. All Church Neil Tamworth won. It's your latest score in the Southern League. Still 1-0 here. Wilkinson. Nicely worked to Bell. Surely a free kick. Yes, it is. Yeah. To be fair to the Come referee, on, yes. tried to let an advantage materialise. There wasn't one. And he pulls the ball back for the foul here. 1-0 to the Canaries. He's been good, the ref, to yep. be fair to him. You know, listen, I'll give him stick when they're terrible, but I will give him praise when they're good. And I, I like a ref that lets the game play on. A bit of a local rivalry here as well. Ilkeston nil, Michelover Sports 1, two of the new sides uh, in the league. Hitchin, of course, in eighth place. Can move into the playoffs with a win today. So we will keep checking on the, the league table. Uh, but as things stand, they've moved up to fifth. There you go. One point ahead of St Ives, who are in action against AFC uh, Rushton and Diamonds. Brilliant. Bedford nil, Royston Town won as well. Matt Bateman scoring for Royston, a bit of a, a local one there as well. Mm. Something going on Patrick now. Brothers has been booked okay. uh, for that foul, I've been told by Rowan. Okay. Who is half asleep, he's been at Reading Festival since Thursday, come back today. I uh, don't know how he is staying awake, but he is, fair play to him. Barker it's heading back across, Simon was underneath it. Nodded down now to Cody Cut-Stevens in the edge of the box. Finding Gleason chipping one over the top. Georgie oh. was in there. I don't think he scored for Hitchin yet. He won't get many better opportunities. If he can just brought that ball down, it could have been 2-0. I think he was a bit surprised because yeah. Lewis Barker went up for it. He was expecting Lewis Barker to put his head on, but Lewis Barker just moved his head out of the way, let the ball run through to Georgie uh, to put his foot through it, but it kind of caught him on the uh, on the hop. Yeah, Georgie, well, I'm not sure what he was doing up there anyway, apart <laughs> from that free kick, but he was in there at the back post. It, it's a difficult chance, really, for anyone, to be fair. True got to bring the ball down or you can go for goal first time you've got to make that decision anyway Leyston one Kings Langley one need incidentally been drawn against Leyston of course in the the, the FA Cup draws and the, the qualifiers are all regionalized they are likely always to come up against a Leyston or a lower soft and that's what's occurred once again this season Hitchin will face Haybridge Swifts of the Isthmian North he found out where they're from then because nobody knew where Haybridge, they were from uh, Essex um, yeah, they are unbeaten so far. I think they won two of their first three games. Uh, 
in the FA Cup. So it'll be an interesting game. Mm. I'll be on commentary alongside Matt Furness for that one. So looking forward to it uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Corner kick for Needham. To see Matt on the, yeah. on the radio. I might even tune in between gigs. Absolutely. This ball's whipped in and Barker has to be careful there. Cody Cut Stevens clears off the back Ooh. of a man. Ball cannoning around. Everyone chucking themselves at it now to block. Still <laughs> on the floor in there. Georgie just about clears away. Everyone's still up there for Needham. Hitching a hanging on by a thread at the moment. This ball's whipped in all the way. Yes. Horlock saves. Punched away. Now Hitcher need to deal with the second ball. It's Recycled out wide again. Oh, Callum Kane beaten far too easily. The Needham man onto his Ooh. left foot. Sliding late no, there no, no, on no, Malachi no. Black. You're not allowed to do that, unfortunately. And no. the referee has called it correctly as a free kick. Wow. Take <laughs> a breath. Hey, you're going to need to take a breath. And, and, and when you've got a load of bodies laying in the, in, the, <laughs> in the area and the one still on the ground is Lewis Barker, of course it is. He's really getting in the thick of everything at the moment. Even Everyone <laughs> was chucking themselves at it there. The hitching players were down on the floor and they were going to stay there until that ball was out of harm's way. Brilliant, brilliant defensive work. Bodies on the line, literally right there for Hitchin. Great to see. Stourbridge nil, Redditch one. The drums ringing out for Needham. Yeah, their fans trying to drum up a bit of encouragement for the home side, and they got it there, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, close to levelling things up. They did have a couple of chances early on as well. Giorgio almost scoring an own goal, and a header over the bar by Jamie McGrath as well. They were not far away at all. Now Bradley Bell, though, has the ball over on the left-hand side, taking on his man, backing onto his right foot. Kane now, left-footed, up towards Lewis Barker. He doesn't have the elevation, though. Needham able to clear away. Played nicely on the edge of the box. T Simon's underneath it now. Can't quite get there. Malachi Black marshalling his man over on the far side. Now the ball is cleared away, up and over. George, who chested it down. Simon again underneath. And the ball out for a throw. And I can see Jack Morell over on that far side. He in, in a tracksuit and yeah, tracksuit bottom. So no sign of a crutch or anything, any bracing, which is good. Of course, that knee injury. Is, and he's, uh, he, I'm told he's awaiting the results of a scan on his knee. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the latest. Uh, but to be fair, Hitchin have looked good without him so far. Malachi Black uh, has done a fine job. Will be a contender for man of the match if he continues in this form. He certainly will. Yeah, he's doing really good. Gleason out to Kane now can't quite get there and he's well he's beaten easily but Gleason's back there to stop any further progress in that Needham market attack now Malachi Black to clear up towards Wilkinson good header away by uh, the captain Morphew and now the ball brought down by Jake Dye the right back who's closing in on 300 games for his side now in his ninth season at Needham market he's giving it away though Georgiou smashes it clear out for another Needham throw in so yeah, if you're not sure, smash it out. That's what I used That's to say. That's how Hitchin have been doing it so far. Yeah, well, it's working. Uh, Finn Shorten's also our score predictions uh, for this game. Is it fairly open? Yeah, I guess you have to say it is. I mean, chances at both ends. Two yeah. teams who are a little bit goal shy, I suppose. Needham have only scored in two of their five games this season. They've won both of those two. They scored handsomely when they have won. 4-2 and 3-1 but the rest they, they failed to find the back of the net but it's been an entertaining watch so far ball chipped across here Malachi Black clearing away I think it's Ross Crane over there he's giving Malachi Black a, a run for his money and Callum Kane as well but Malachi doing well but Ross Crane looks, looks a real talent actually from what we've seen he was man of the match on Saturday in their defeat to Russell okay yeah, no, he's certainly, uh, he's certainly giving Mal a little bit of a, a, a bad time but Mal's equal to it got to be fair 
the drum just starting up temporarily again. Just need him build out from the back. They are really growing into this game, starting to dominate possession. It's a little bit more working Hitchin out now. Nicely worked here by Dai, chipping it over his man. And it's a free kick to Needham, though. Didn't quite see what for. Well, the ref did. But I think it might have been a handball over on this near side. Yeah, no, I think you could be right. Yeah, I think it was. It's quite a dangerous position as well, this one. Just on the corner of the 18-yard box. Yeah, they've got plenty who can be dangerous in the middle from these set-piece situations. Hitchin will have to be switched on once again. Just eight minutes to go until half-time. Finley Wilkinson's eighth-minute goal still separates these two sides. It's 1-0 to Hitchin for their first win, home win of the season. They can move up to 11 points, potentially in the playoffs with a win here today. Before a little break, FA Cup action on Saturday and then the tough task of hosting Colville Town for a trip to Bedford. Last time we went up there, it was a 6-1 win, though, Yeah, it was, in yeah. pre-season a couple of years ago. Here is the free kick. It's going to be taken by Ross Crane. Left-footed, whipped in. Horlock dives low. It was at a really uncomfortable height for him, but he did well to cling on. Yeah, I mean, they had a, a man rushing in there. I think it's the number eight, um, <coughs> excuse me, brothers, um, just just inches away from getting a foot on that. Baseford United lead away at Colville Town. Wow. Surprising result there. Baseford haven't really set the league alight so far, but that'll be a certainly an interesting result if that one stands. Cody Cut Stevens out jumped by Frimpong now, but Malachi Black wins the header. Cody Cut Stevens. Black again, chipping one through. Bell chesting it down nicely. Wilkinson now, they just can't quite finalise that bit of link-up play and then Bell puts the ball out for a throw-in trying to find Lewis Barker. They were almost there, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were almost there. But uh, Bradley just just um, just hasn't quite sort of settled into the game for me yet and uh, as, as well as the other players, but uh, we know that he's very capable. Ball's brought down now by an Eden man. Cody Cott-Stevens again into Malachi Black looking for Wilkinson over the top and... Again, just a little bit too much on it, and Garnham will try and get an attack underway by throwing the ball wide to Jake Dye. Back into the middle with uh, Patrick Brothers. He was booked early on. Scored a brace in the recent 40 win over St. Ives. Brothers from midfield. This ball is played through, and Malachi Black gets there. Down the line. Callum Kane almost there. Now the ball chipped in into the middle of the box. And Akam heading it down. Cordy Cotsevers needs to be aware here on the edge of the box. Shot comes in wide into the fence. Almost hits one of his own fans' flags up there. But <laughs> it's behind for a haul at goal kick. So Hitchin will be quite content with this. Long shots from range. But Needham are building into this game, aren't they? Well, they are slowly but surely, yeah. But, I mean, like you say, Freddie, we'll take shots from outside the box all day long, especially if they sail over by that much. So still 1-0 to Hitchin coming up to that uh, half-time mark. Five minutes left of this first half, so yeah, Lewis Barker up front doing a, a good job so far. Wilkinson's goal uh, is the difference, and yeah, Bradley Bell just trying to, to find his spot in the game in the number 10 shirt. We've seen him really on the right side of midfield as more of a winger normally, so maybe not quite sure what his position is or how he might work in this team. He's got the ball now, chesting it down on the right-hand side, keeping it in. Trying to chip one in, looking for Lovely. Wilkinson. Defender oh. doesn't quite deal with it. Wilkinson was having his shirt just tugged in there. Frimpong now playing the ball down the right. Nice ball. Crane to run onto it. Again, resuming that battle with Callum Kane and getting past him. But Kane does really well. Gets the last touch and it's behind for a corner. 
Yeah, excellent run back in, running back there from Callum Kane. He's uh, welcome back, mate. He's been he's been excellent today. So 40 minutes gone. Another corner kick for Needham Market. Make sure you stay with us at half-time. We're joined by Hitchin defender Jack Morell, who, of course, misses this game due to injury. We could have had a whole host of half-time guests, really, the amount of players who, who are missing this one. Here's a free kick, then, to be taken. The corner, sorry. It's taken short into Hammond. Hammond back out wide into Crane, dinking this one up towards the back post. It's headed back down. Chance here for Brothers, potentially. Lays it back. Shot comes in, and it's blocked. Jacob Lay getting his shot away, but it's blocked nicely. Now the ball's hooked back over by Kieran Morphew. Only one man under it. He brings it down well, laying it off to the edge of the box for Brothers, whose shot was weak. But it, they might get another chance here for the number nine, shooting across. Great Excellent. block by Toby Simon. There wasn't too much power in the shot, though. Oh. oh, and Wilkinson almost gets there, running over the top. Always seems to be in the right place, Finley Wilkinson, to receive some of these long balls, but Needham are piling on the pressure. A couple of instances in the last few minutes where Hitchin have really had to hold firm. Now Steve Gleeson playing it through with Wilkinson Four again. Ball. Can't get there. Was too close to a defender, but Hitchin have always tried to look to be positive in this first half. Brothers again. Back into defence for Daniel Morphew. Won't Oops. wide again. Too much <laughs> of it for Jake Dye, who was doing all he could to try and keep that ball in play, but it goes out. We've got three minutes left of this first half uh, on HTFC Radio. 1-0 to Hitchin. Hitchin have been excellent, you know, especially defensively. Everything that Needham Market so far has thrown at them, we've, we've dealt with it, you know. And, and then not only that, we've looked dangerous on the counter as well. Toby Syme just taking a little bit of time to take this throw in then. So Needham lost 2-0 uh, on Saturday. So both of these teams trying to bounce back after defeat. Hitchin losing away at Bromsgrove Sporting, but it was a frustrating defeat really for Needham. Conceded two goals in three minutes fairly early into the second half to lose 2-0 uh, to Russell at Bloomfields on Saturday. It was their uh, second defeat of the season. They've had a frustrating start, drew 0-0 of Rushton on the opening day, and then the second game of the season, they lost uh, to Bromsgrove Sporting courtesy of a 97th minute oh, Dan no. Sweeney penalty. So it's been a little bit heartbreaking watching need him at times this season not still waiting go, for a ball it? back <laughs> <laughs> finally one, one of the hitching coaches will get there kick the ball back across <laughs> one of the Needham players I think was moaning a fair bit about wanting the ball back and the hitching fan just said come on yeah silence just, just a, just a game here's that come Barker and Bell down the right hand side it's straight to the Needham man he just heads it out into the crowd yeah. <laughs> Someone shouts another lost ball. I think this one should be a little easy to recover. It is. One of the fans runs over and gives it back to Delson. I come on, we can't quite get there. And the referee now is going to come over and say, let's get on with it a little bit. Plenty of I know comedians. what your plans are. You want to get through to half time now, but Hitchin have got to throw in in a good position. Akon, just a fake throw there into Barker. He manages to head it back out. Terrible. Not quite what Hitchin would have hoped for. And Jake Dye will have the throw in. A minute left of the first half. Hitchin still lead a goal to nil. Need a market yet to lose to Hitchin in the league. As there's another throw in. I can see a, a Stevenage fan, a, a Spurs fan over there, of course. Not many other games going on today, which is definitely going to help Hitchin's attendance on this bank holiday Monday. Yeah. Plenty of non-league football on. Ball's headed down again by one of the one of the more fews back there, but the ball's just cleared out now by Jake Dye, and that really should be that for the first half, you'd imagine. 
Yeah, referees too much to be added on. And it's been Hitchens' half, really, eventually. I mean, Needham have had more opportunities, to be fair. Hitchens have restricted a little bit just to that Wilkinson effort, which was gifted to them in some senses. Needham have piled on the pressure, but we knew the game was going to pan out like this, I suppose. We yeah. knew Hitchens were not going to be creating tons of chances, but they have held very firm defensively. Syme now smashing oh. this ball away, making sure there were no further complications back there. That could it's have been a shot, up into you know? the stands. <laughs> <laughs> it went that far yeah, away. Yeah, it went a long way on Simon's left foot. A few fans going off for their half-time refreshments now. They've seen enough for this first half. We'll hopefully have Jack Morrell. He's right on the far side of the pitch. He's got a bit of a walk to do to come round and meet us, but he'll be on at half-time. Ilkeston nil, Mikkel over two now. Garnham takes the goal kick up and over the top. Good header down by Wilkinson. He's been everywhere. Barker now. Needham stabbing the ball through the middle. Coldy Cut Stevens just gets underneath it though and the ball headed away again. Bell can't quite get there. Needham trying to get one more attack out of this first half. McGrath now playing this ball back into defence. It was risky, but there was no one really to capitalise on it in terms of hitching. Garnham now, wide into Jake Dye. Couple of mainstays in this Needham market team playing out from the back again. Georgie now defending up against Jacob Lay, the youngster. Georgie well does well. It's going to be a corner. <laughs> we are into added time now, really. For what? Del Boy's not here, so we're not going to get the electronic board, I don't think. <laughs> so we're not going to know how much is there to be added on. One minute, Rowan saying. And we are deep into that minute now. One last chance for Needham in this first half. Corner kick on the near side, right foot. It's going to be an in-swinger. Come on, Hitchin. Needham in the red and black. It's a poor delivery, though, headed away by Cornicott Stevens at the front post. Needham continue though. They try and dink this one in with the number 11. Horlock underneath it. Barker heads away. Shot comes oh. in. He had an open goal, really. It was <laughs> dipping down on the volley, but Daniel Morphew blasted over the bar. Yeah, and that yeah. just about sums up Needham's first half. They've had their opportunities. Well, they have, to be fair. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find one on target, really. Everything that. Uh, that they have thrown at us, Hitchin have been equal to it. They've been throwing their bodies, like say, in front of every single Needham attack. It, it, it's been a great defensive performance from Hitchin. Yeah, it and certainly has. Looking like they're going to keep a clean sheet to me. I, I mean, unless Needham do something or change something drastically, I can't see them getting away through. Yep, the onus is on Needham Market here to come and get back into this game. Hitchin have done well so far. It's been a, a good defensive duty. You can see a couple of the Hitchin coaches talking to their Needham counterparts on the way out for half time I can see Jack Morell wandering over as well he's going to talk to us uh, at half time interesting to get his view on this first half of course he's part of the back line that's been so solid uh, so far yeah it's been a very very solid defensive uh, performance from Hitchin and uh, unlike Berkey said Berkey's all smiles and laughs uh, as he just chats with the officials yeah he'll be happy won't he I mean you yeah. can contrast this to the last time we played Needham at home blimey <laughs> a lot yeah. has changed hasn't it so uh, a different performance in this first half yeah no absolutely as Jack Morell comes around we'll get some headphones on yeah we will if he can make it there, you get your leg over, Jack. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> Please. We can't be blamed for any further injuries anyway. Um, Jack, we'll, we'll get you set up here. Can you hear us? You can hear us all right. Excellent. Um, Jack, firstly, how are you? How, how's the injury bit? We're gutted you're not out there, of course. Um, yeah, I'm good, to be fair. But uh, I've had my MRI test last week, and I'll get my results uh, Thursday at 4. 
then I'll find out kind of how bad it is or not. But it's my meniscus in my knee, so uh, I don't really know yet as of uh, how long it'll be. Hopefully it's not too long. Yeah. It doesn't it, feel too yeah. bad at the moment. Is it one that's come up before? or? So I've done my ACL like two years ago and, and all like the rest of it inside the knee. Mm -hmm. And I had that all repaired and like reconstructed. And then, yeah, so, but it's been strong. I've played like nearly 30 games now since then. So it shouldn't have really gone, but then it just pops like in the game. So I'm just waiting to find out what's happened. Yeah, I mean, it must be annoying for you because, look, it's been a great start to the season for you yeah, defending and going forward as well. I mean, let's start Barwell on the opening day. Um, that goal you scored, have you done it before? Have you scored <laughs> any better than that? Surely not. I don't usually score, to be honest. Only since I've joined Hitchin, I've been able to score. I don't know yeah, why. We need you, to be fair. Um, You'll be finding the back of the net. But, yeah, that I mean... We, we, you got the, I think you said on commentary, have a dig, and, and you certainly yeah. did. Was it just one you think, I'm, I'm going to have a go, and you never know? <laughs> did you know straight away it was going in? Um, yeah, it was kind of, I didn't expect it to go in how it did. Like, it was, ended up being quite a good strike. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just, just hit and hoped, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I, I, after that, though, I've been trying to shoot from everywhere. Now. You've seen, <laughs> yeah, Lewis, no. Lewis Barker did it last year, didn't he? He did do it last year. We're still hearing about it this year yeah. as well about it. But uh, now, Jack, listen, have a dig, mate. Um, with, regarding today's game, I mean, you're obviously uh, a key part of the defence here, but do you think they've held up well without you? Yeah, they're doing well. I think this game, obviously, they've got Malachi in. And Malachi's good. He's a good defender, so he kind of knows... In a free as well, you're kind of a more def defensive left back at left centre half, so it's not too much different from playing left wing back. So yeah, they're doing they're doing well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about playing a back three as well. Have, have you mainly been playing in one in your early in your career? Do you prefer one or the other? Um, no, I've actually I've only played centre back a few times because I'm actually just a left back. But yeah, no, I, I do enjoy left centre half. It's uh, it's quite good. Because, to be honest, I don't like shooting forward too much. I like playing the ball. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's, it's quite a good position for me, I think. Yeah, and you seem to have got a good link-up with Malachi as well. Because no, it yeah. can be difficult as well. Because you almost end up having two left-backs at times or, or two centre-backs on that one side. And you you kind of got to sort out who's going to mark the winger or when they come forward. But it's been good. You know, two clean sheets at home so far. Another no, no. one here today. Are you enjoying life at Hitchin? Yeah, it's been good. It's all been positive, really, yeah. since I've joined. Apart from the injury, I guess. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it just came at a bad time, the injury, because I did feel I was doing quite well and enjoying football, which is the main thing, because I had a few years out, obviously, from my injuries, so it was fun to be enjoying it again, but now to be injured is... It's never good to nah, be. It's good. never good to be injured, nah. is it? I mean, the fans are, uh, are certainly taking a, a, a shine and a liking to you, as a, as have I myself. You know, it's it's just I love I love seeing wing backs get forward and, yeah. and, and score, and, and and you've scored a couple of absolute uh, <laughs> bangers. You know yeah. what I mean? Who can literally say to you anywhere you're on the pitch, go on, Jack, hit it. And and of course, something else that you you bring to the table as well is is uh, the penalty taking, which we've been a bit shy from. Yeah, well, to be fair. I've never took penalties before. Have you not? Yeah. So you turned out to Hitchin, you played in a different formation, uh, in a different position. You started scoring worldies and you started scoring penalties. Honestly, yeah. A rebirth. I have no idea. It's yeah. Just, it's been a bit right too team. much, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Berkey said, like, do you want to go on penalties? And I said, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Has Let's he told you about our penalty curse of recent seasons? No, so he didn't. We have not been able to take penalties, basically. Oh, and Alex Brown departed in the summer, and he was our penalty taker, and even he missed a few. So we were worried where they were going to come from. Sam missed one. Um, in pre-season against yeah, did, um, Watford, I think it was. So, yeah, there's been panic there, but of course that's gone well. And your switch to Hitchin then this summer, and I've heard your granddad was a, a committee member here, was he? So there's a bit yeah, of a family I connection. Think so. I I'm not exactly too sure, but I know he was involved yeah, and stuff. Mean. And yeah, but, yeah, because as soon as I came here, so people kind of said to me, "Oh, I know your granddad and stuff." Yeah. And, yeah, because I think he used to be around it and that. But Are you fairly local then. You oh yeah, I live in Stevenage. Live in so, Stevenage. Yeah. Okay. Literally five minutes away. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, because um, look, there there was a we were talking about it the other day, Marek, in terms of Kieran Jones leaving to Brackley. He was kind of our star defender last year, and played in a similar role to you in terms of a left-sided centre back. And we kind of wondered where the replacement was going to come in. But I suppose when you don't know who who was here before you, you kind of just go and no, you play yeah. your own game, don't you? Yeah, because I didn't really know any of the boys before I came here. I didn't know like any like normally you go to a team, you might know of them or something. I didn't know anyone, but I've yeah, gotten quite well. The boys are good, like good, good group of lads. So it's been easy to get like get into it a lot quicker than like yeah. being welcomed a lot more and stuff by the fans and the, even like the players and that. So and Berkey's been and the staff and I've been really good to. Excellent. Who's who's the one? Who's the one in the dressing room that that, that stands out for you? Um, Charlie, Charlie the goalie. Okay. He's he's a big character. He's just like. He's so positive, like yeah. everything he does is just all positive. He just tries to build everyone up and stuff, confidence-wise for the games. And he's kind of like, because he's obviously like one of the older boys as well, he kind of takes everyone under his wing and looks after them. Yeah, Especially yeah. the boys that are having like a bad game, I'll say. He'll yeah. be in their ear, giving them like positive stuff. And Does yeah. it help as well with him being a goalie? Is he quite vocal behind you? Or yeah, not? I think he is. A lot of people say he ain't, but yeah. I, I can hear him, I guess. I mean, if you're down there, you might not be able to hear him, but yeah. I can hear him a lot. Yeah, and he's certainly a popular character with, with you know with fans and players as well. And um, young Stan Georgiou as well. Have you been impressed with him playing alongside him? Still a very young man. Yeah, he is young, isn't he? But yeah, he's been doing well. I think me, Toby, and uh, Stan are a good little solid yeah. back three. I mean, we're young as well, so it's you wouldn't you wouldn't think we'd do so well, but we haven't conceded barely any goals, so mm. it's been quite good. Yeah, still yet to concede at home, aren't we? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say there. That's a, that's something that we, we definitely need to sort of uh, keep in place there, that clean sheet yeah. at home. Keep your, keep your home ground a fortress, really. Um, have, you, have you found that, that, that working in that back three is really sort of suiting you? Yeah, I enjoy it, to be fair. It's quite good. Cause it, I mean, it gives us more chance of attacking. Like So when they send both wing-backs forward, mm. I feel like there's more more options say and then to be fair when we're defending it feels stronger isn't it because if everyone gets back it's five of us back then so it's kind of like a more stronger brick wall yeah. I think that's what Berkey's been saying he's just like he says it's always about be hard to beat yeah yeah which is which is a good saying because if you're hard to beat then you even if you don't win games you're still going to get points so and points matters quite a lot so yeah certainly is half the battle won if you uh if you can't be beaten, so uh, a couple of we've only been beaten once this season so far. It's kind of like it's kind of like dizzy heights for us, really. But of course, <laughs> to you, this is this is all just sort of natural, and you seem to be taking it nah, in your stride. Yeah. It's unfortunate, obviously, the first game I miss, we lose. But yeah. I thought the boys done well considering going down in the first like what was it, 12 minutes? Yeah, to get sent off. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, for a harsh red, I think. 
Yeah, we've it heard was that. A, it, was a, it was a good yellow. Like He did, <laughs> he did snap him. But, do you um, think, do you think players, there's enough at this level for players to like get a reputation with referees? And like you know, they, they've had a few, like Steve Gleason as well, yeah. got sent off against Needham last year. Do you think like word gets around? I just think they're all terrible, to be honest. All the refs <laughs> are absolutely terrible. How about this one here today? He's been giving nothing away, has he? No, to be fair, if you're going to give nothing, you've got to do it all game. Yeah, yeah. You can't just keep switching. Like, there's some that are just, I just, you wonder how they're like refereeing because it's just like, I don't know, they must have never played football before in their <laughs> life or I don't have a clue. But reminds you in a little way of youth football, doesn't yeah. it? Sort of, you know, you're someone's dad turning yeah, up. Yeah, honestly. Well, I hope you don't get fined for that one from the FA. They won't be listening oh, in. Uh, I wouldn't worry. But in terms of the injury period, look, tough month coming up. FA Cup, you, I guess you, you'd like to be playing a part in that in the cup run, but does it look like you're not going to be back in time for that on Saturday? I would say no. But who knows? I might find out on Thursday that it's nothing bad, so I could just kind of train and strengthen up my knee again and stuff. And mm. But, yeah, I can't really say, to be honest. Hopefully it's yeah. not bad. Do you struggle watching from the sidelines or can oh, you relax a little bit? I don't bit? enjoy watching football <laughs> at all. <laughs> Especially for the team I play for as well. Like, yeah. It's bad enough watching the team I support. And so. I see you've, you've stood right over with Malachi and kind of yeah. where you play normally. Do you keep an eye on him? Yeah, no, I like to stand where the defence is and stuff. Because mm. I'll, I'll tell him after the game and that. Like, I like to talk to Delson quite a lot. And yeah. Because he... Uh, He's a good player, man. He just needs to keep his confidence up. Yeah, so yeah. I think he's really good at defending. He's just yeah. stuff like when he's going forward and that, I tell him you just need to relax. And it's like telling them, because it's, it's different from when you're playing. Everything's going on in your head. But if it, someone on the side can come to you and tell you like mm. little bits, it's, it's quite, it's quite good to take on like, information and that. So. Do you think it's easier to read a game from the sideline or do you think it's uh, a lot easier to read the game when you're involved? Oh. Probably sideline to be fair, you can see a lot more is going on. There's not, you haven't got to worry about marking a man, do you, from the sideline? So, True. there's a lot of different stuff going on. And what have you made of Callum Kane as well? I mean, he's rapid, isn't oh, he? He's so yeah. good, I think he's so good. <laughs> he, he must just do all your attacking Honestly. work for you. You sit back and say, I'll take care of yeah, this. I love him, he's, yeah. he's young as well, so so promising. But um, yeah, his feet are so good as well. He can he'd beat everyone, like, he's so good. I thought we'd lost him actually. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he wasn't there like two weeks ago, was oh, he? Yeah. Um, did you come up through a pro direct academy yourself? Am I right? Yeah, in I saying? joined. So I left Stevenage when I was 16. I didn't get a scholarship, and then I went to pro direct in London. Okay. And then after like a few months, I got signed to Gillingham. But yeah, no, pro direct was, it was good. Because so many of these players have, have been the same. Callum and Delson, I think, a few of them kind of come through through that system, and Kai, Kai Teal as well. So it's obviously a system that's worked and one that Mark Burke himself really buys into. And, you must see firsthand the quality of these young players coming through. But is confidence maybe sometimes that making that step from academy to first team, is that where you need people like Charlie Horlock to help them out? Yeah, I think that's what helps. I mean, because when you're a young boy coming into like men's football, it's completely different. Like you don't, I think in youth football, you're not going to get someone wrapping their elbow like, yeah, around yeah. your head or anything. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it's completely different. Like as in physical and the pace and it's all about tempo really. It's so much different, but I think after a few games, once you get used to it, it's kind of like it just becomes natural, and you realise that you've got to do quicker, and there's like tricks, tricks really that you can play, and that to beat referees and stuff like. <laughs> it's it's sure. just. I mean, your 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 shiners cleaned up like oh, quite yeah, nicely. Yeah, you took an elbow in the face, didn't you? The ref didn't even give you anything. Well, I think he punched me on the video, I, like because he ran from behind and just punched me in the eye. So, but we was we was arguing all game. Yeah, Because yeah. he was obviously <laughs> I was marking him and 
Are you one of those players, are you, Jack, that gets under the skin of your attacker and can start, you know, yeah, get I try personal? To, yeah, I try to. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, that. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, you see it didn't really work out well for me. When I'm walking <laughs> off of a black you, eye. You must learn some of the dark arts from the likes of LB and Steve Gleason no, yeah. as well. I mean, because even Kai Till, you can tell, and he's played with LB a bit, and suddenly he's this horrible man out there. And <laughs> different to how he is off, off the pitch. It's good, though. Sometimes yeah. you need that. That will win your football games. Being yeah. If you're too nice, you're never going to get anything. So. I agree that i think glees is so good at like you see him he'll moan at the ref all game yeah like as soon as something goes like we get fouled or a penalty call he's the one in the ref's, ref, ref's face at first that's <laughs> how you get decisions yeah. sometimes but though, as a player helps. as well he's unbelievable technically yeah. you can tell the level he's played at you know he's, yeah, he's so calm on the ball and his composure is just yeah and he's because he's obviously played a lot before yeah he's, his knowledge is so good like to play with him he does love a moan, though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? How do you how do you see the game panning out there, Jack? Any changes that you'd like to see made? Um, nah, I'm kind of I'm happy to be fair. Finley's been doing well. He certainly has, hasn't he? He's uh yeah he's started well as well. Moved the ahead for to top scorer, yeah. Yeah, yeah ahead he's, of you he's now. free now, isn't he? I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. fuming. <laughs> well, you are out out of the game, yeah. so he, f he takes these finishes so well, though, doesn't yeah, he? We no, talk about yeah. his composure in the first half. Yeah, to be fair, his goal last week was uh, on oh Saturday. Mm. It was good. He nutmegged the centre-half and the goalie. Just oh, passed it through him. Yeah. It was good. It was a good finish. Well, I mean, the composure will make a striker, won't it? And yeah. we're certainly lacking somebody to put goals in. Hence, with respect, why you were sort of top of the oh, goal no, scorers. Yeah. He's never scored before, as you say. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think we've, got a, we've got a good uh, striker with Wilkinson. Yeah, no, yeah, he's a good player. Need a market back out there in the first half. Josh Bickerstaff, he always does this. If we get a player on, he will come over and give you some stick. We had him. He uh, wants to be on himself. He, That's we I had him on last game before lockdown. I had him on. I remember, and he was he was a bit quieter there. We had Josh Mollison on here last game of last season, and all of the coaching staff came over and were trying to put him off. And <laughs> he, he was good, Josh. To be fair, he said 100% every other word, but he was okay. Are there any other players you reckon come on here and do a bit of commentary? Who, who do you think? Jack Green uh, well, has begged to. Yeah, I think you should get him on. It'll be funny. <laughs> yeah, he's a character, he is so it'll be good. He certainly is. No one, I've never seen anyone head the ball further. Scott Cuthbert and <laughs> Stevenage comes close, but Greeny is unbelievable. Some of those headers. Yeah, I know. He's uh, he loves a header, doesn't he? he <laughs> we <laughs> kick it to him to head it. Yeah. him and LB are probably the only ones that can header, mm. and Toby maybe. But. Uh, yeah, the rest of us were quite small. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not a big team. Well, anyway, Needham back out there first in the second half. And Jack, what's Berkey like at half-time? I guess you haven't seen the really bad side of him yet, have you, the way the season started? No, I, yeah, I guess he's quite calm. Well, yeah, at the moment, I've seen him only calm and being positive and stuff. But I think it's just a good thing. I think it helps. Obviously, you know, you've got to be stern as well. If we was losing and having a bad game and stuff and the performance weren't up to standard, then he should be giving us a dig kind of thing and yeah, well, well nearly back underway for the second half Jack we hope to see you back out there soon but thank you for joining us at thank half so time it's been really good to yeah. talk to you appreciate uh, it enjoy the second half nice one Jack take care man that's uh that's Jack Morell, who was the uh, Hitchin Town's top goal scorer uh, until Wilkinson decided to stick that one in today, eh, Freddie? Yeah, it certainly was. Great to talk to Jack at half-time. Hopefully there weren't many referees listening in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't, uh, haven't made too many friends with the refs in his time. And there we are, back underway for the second half then. Uh, as quick as that, Needham kicking from left to right then in the second 45 and they've well got done. a bit of a score to settle now hitching 45 minutes to get away from once again making a bit of history this season yeah absolutely and uh, long may it continue 
Um, just seen Delson Ackham do an excellent tackle and maintain the ball and win the side of uh, a throw in, Fred. Yeah, he's done well. Good to hear that, actually, Jack Morell, you know, full of praise for Delson. Yeah. And as someone who's been there, played alongside him and been over there trying to, trying to coach him almost from the sidelines at times. Some players will respond to that better than others, of course. Sign back there. Up against uh, Ryan Vigors, who's on loan from Charlton Athletic. Made his debut for Needham wow. on Saturday. Not quite sure how the move all came about, but he's got one first-team appearance for Charlton. Um, been capped by Wales at youth level as well. Played for Charlton against Leighton Orion, actually, last year in the Papa John's Trophy. So a bit of experience at first-team level, and we'll now get it at non-league level. But, yeah, um, as Jack was saying, so many academy players coming through, and it is hard. It is a hard step up, and we saw it last year. almost costed Hitch a little bit of the trust they were putting in their youngsters, and it looks like, you know, confidence and, and your mentality is, is so much so important coming through that academy. It's an important step as well, Freddie. You know, if you can, if you can make that step, it shows what a quality player you are, and nine times out of ten, if you have made that step seamlessly, you're more unlikely to be picked off by a bigger club as we've seen happen in the past Needham trying to come forward then in the second half we are back underway on HDFC radio keep your messages coming in we've had plenty of uh, messages and tweets in that first oh, half oh Ruth that's off the Cody Cot Stevens now chipping one over the top off the ball foul here on uh, Malachi Black who's down on the floor well, he's just hit him clutching his head yeah it did look like there was an altercation off the ball <laughs> I can't believe the lino hasn't seen it. He's literally right in front of us. Yeah, a little surprising, uh, that one. Mm. Seems we have won a, a throw-in out of it all. Yeah, Hitcher would have liked a little more than that. I know Malachi Blackwood. Well, he don't go down for nothing, does he, Mel? No, you very rarely see him on the floor, to be fair. Now Callum Kane, Hitchin attacking the Bedford Road end, which is covered in yellow and green. It makes for a great sight. Everyone out there in the bank holiday sunshine in the second half. Yeah. Attendance of 529 here today. Incredible. I think that's the highest of the season so far at home, I want to say, as well. So Yeah, I think you're right. Well done to everyone who's coming through the gates. Fantastic to see, as always. The crowd continuing to respond to Hitchin's success on the pitch. The more people that come in, the better. The ball's played through. Needham have brought a few down as well, so credit to them as well. Now Syme, furthest forward, go through the midfield. Bell, Bell looking to switch for Barker again. Jack talked about him being a small team, and they do not win many headers. No. The likes of Jack Green aren't involved. Sometimes you're just not going to have the chance unless you are small. Unless tall, really tall, sorry. Rowan's giving me a look. <laughs> Okay, now work. up and over the top. There just isn't anyone up front, <laughs> unfortunately, to get on the end of that one. But it wasn't a perfect clearance anyway. No, I mean, you want players to get back when, when you lose possession. But, uh, I mean, Hitchin are just getting too good at it. <laughs> so yeah. they do get back, win the ball back and lob it forward and there's no one there. I mean, when it's 1-0, that's less of a worry. I can see one man over on the far side down by the club shop. And I can spot from here. I think it's Brett Donnelly, the former Hitchin man and stop for manager. He would have certainly been a good half-time guest as well, but he's You've taking some in some action sharp eyes, on his Freddy. old side. You can spot that cap and haircut and stance from a while away. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Brett over there talking to some of the Hitchin volunteers. Of course, a man who's very much loved at top field. Good to see him back. Yeah, no, he's quality good, isn't he? His Stockfall team actually knocked out the FA Vars and penalties yesterday. I know he was rather fuming after that one <laughs> not the way to go out is it yeah he's come down with his little boy to watch today I think so good to see 
Here's Bradley Bell. Cutting it onto his right just mm. to get the shot away. It's blocked though. First time of asking. Kane now finding Lewis Barker. Cody Cut Stevens left footed towards the back post and a late run in from Delson Akon. He gets there, brings the ball down, but couldn't quite stick it to his feet and Needham can clear. It was a nice bit of movement from Akon in the end. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's certainly brightened, brightened up today, isn't he, from uh, recent times. And as, uh, as Jack said, he's, he's definitely got the player inside him. He's just got to have the confidence. Mm. Here is Akum then taking the throw in. Jack Green unavailable today due to injury. So Akum, of course, a straight swap, really, for Green. So Needham had a lot of success last season outside of the league. They retained the Suffolk Premier Cup for a further year. They beat Leyston. 5-4 uh, on penalties in the final. Had an incredible FA Trophy win uh, run as well into the quarterfinals, beating uh, National League sides Wilson and Yeovil Town uh, on the way there, as well as National League side Southside Dartford. They beat Yeovil on penalties 8-7 after a 0-0 draw with Marcus Garnham as you can goal today, scoring four. Uh, before being knocked out by Stockport County, who eventually won the National League and promoted back to League Two. So incredible success in the trophy last year and history making. Very impressive stuff uh, from Needham. Would have brought in a lot of funds, I suppose, as well from the, from the prize money too, which is just invaluable. Hitch will be hoping to kickstart their FA Cup run in similar fashion on Saturday. Up against Haybridge Swifts. I'm told as well, the last time the two sides met, I think it was back in the 90s, Hitchin won it 7-1, uh, 7-0, sorry. So oh, yeah. Haybridge won't want a repeat of that. I think Mark Burke even in the side himself that day as a player. So looking forward to seeing how that one goes. Very quiet top field at the start of the second half, six minutes in. Another throw in for Delston Akon. At least Hitchin are on the front foot, which is what we want to see. Yeah, they see. are. They've got the ball deep in Needham territory. Akon throwing the ball into Wilkinson. He gets there, but the touch comes off him. It's behind for a goal kick. Garnham looking to get on with it in the all-blue goalkeeper strip. Because Garnham's been at the club for three years now. Won every award we hear at the end-of-season awards last year. Horlock now taking the ball down and clears that one out into the petrol station. That up and over launched. the trees and the stand and everything. It's going a long, long way, and that ball's certainly not coming back. No, that's not coming back. It's gone a long way out. And now Patrick Brothers, number eight, will give the ball wide to Kyle Hammond. The drummer struggling to find a real bit of rhythm so far. He's, he's getting a little bit over yeah, there, yeah, trying, to to trying to get them into life. He's a bit more from he's a bit more from his band up there as well, from his singers. The ball switch wide, too much than that for the run of Carl Hammond. And behind for Charlie Horlock, goal kick. So risky goalkeeping Horlock, but he's always confident off his line. And he's a good decision maker as well. Once he commits to something, Absolutely. you know, the, the ball will end up somewhere or another. Yeah, I mean, as a goalkeeper, if, you, if you're making that move and you are coming out and you've got like a couple of on-rushing players, there's no point dilly-dallying and trying to cut back like we see in the Premier League. Belt it out <laughs> the ground. Yeah, he's made sure. Horlock. So clean sheets for two and a half home games this season so far, Charlie Horlock. I mean, three in a row would be very impressive. He's not really been calling into action too much just because of how good his defence have been. I mean, they face shots, but after the time the defence has stopped even getting to the keeper. Yeah, no, literally that. Ball over the top now, ahead header against Lewis Barker. Akon gets the hitch and we'd love a second goal at the start of this second half. Certainly this would. This time on Saturday, 
Needham suddenly went 2-0 down in the 51st and 53rd minutes and lost to Russell Olympic. The second defeat of the season. Georgiou heading away now. Goldie Cut Stevens bringing it down. Clears the ball up in the air. Down with a lot of spin on it. Bell underneath it again. Bit of a strange game for, Rad for Bradley Bell so far. He's putting a good shift, hasn't he? But he's been running around like 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 madness. Yeah, I, I mean, I just he's, he's got the number ten shirt on, which obviously is nothing to do with everything because Coldy Cut Stevens is wearing the number nine. But mm. uh, I haven't seen him find his kind of slot at the moment. Ball over the top now, long to the left hand side. Nicely worked by Needham, trying to get in behind this hitching back five. Here's Jacob Lay, the former Deerham Town forward. Cross this ball in. It's well Excellent. done by Akom, and now he can Excellent. use his pace to bring it away. Trying to find Bell up front. It's well cut out, though, by Kieran Morphew, using all of his experience back there in defence. Ten gone in the second half. Still 1-0 to Hitchin on HDFC Radio. Bank holiday Monday action. The sixth game of the season so far. Hitchin lost for the first time on Saturday away at Bromsgrove Sporting. Still unbeaten at home. Two draws and then 1-0 up here against Needham Market would be a, a first ever win in the league against the Marketmen, the Suffolk side. A reverse fixture is on the 2nd of January, so we'll be looking forward to that one, making the trip to Bloomfield. An excellent ground, some good facilities up there. We'll try and get there for commentary. Horlock now will take the goal kick. She gives me a chance if you want to join our HTFC Radio Fantasy League. Get your phones out now. Get onto the Fantasy Premier League app and put in the code R-A-L-O-3-M. I'll repeat that. R-A-L-O-3-M. You can write it down or whatever. and Make sure to join the league. There's about 37 people in there uh, so far if you're enjoying your fantasy football action. John East is top of the league, followed by Anthony Searle and Isha Acton. And then Christian Urch and Andres Amaya. Rowan's up there in eighth. My dad in seventh as well. He captained Haaland. So what do you expect? That'll do so it. So plenty of action going there. We'll keep you updated, of course, over the course of the Premier League season with the uh, fantasy standings. We'd love a fantasy Southern League, wouldn't we? Oh, it'd be brilliant. And Finley Wilkinson would be picked in a few teams so far. His goal separated the sides. But Needham are through now. The shot deflected, though. And wide, or is there an offside in there? There is. Yeah, the assistant referee flagging early. Gets a thumbs up from Stan Georgiou. He's happy with that decision. <laughs> yeah, uh, and be. Hitchin will have a free kick then. But Needham continuing to look dangerous going forward. Nothing to show for it so far. Still 1-0 to the Canaries. Russell 1, Barwell 1 now. Yeah, they're getting themselves back in the game. This would be a third game of the season. We need and fail to score uh, as well. They finished 12th last season with 49 points. They only won more, one more game, actually, than Hitchin uh, last campaign. They picked up seven more points than the Canaries, but... Was labelled a, a disappointing return overall, but of course the FA Trophy, uh, uh, an obvious distraction uh, last season. It took them 10 games to win their first league match, and it was of course against Hitchin. The most draws in the league as Malachi Black is back there defending as well to clear this ball away. Certainly up there for man of the match, Malachi Black in this game. 11 gone in the second half. Throw in for Needham. Jacob Lay to take again. No, he's just going to leave it for, for Jake Dye. Here is Jake Dye. Still 1-0 on HDFC Radio. Commentary team as always. Freddie Cardi uh, and Marek Jalionic bringing you coverage uh, of this one. It's the ball cleared away up towards Wilkinson who is running around everywhere but he just can't quite get there. 
He's been brilliant, Wilkinson, really has. St. Ives won, Rushton and Diamonds nil. Rushton's torrid run looking to continue. Horlock's off his line now, excellent. makes an excellent save with the onrushing Ryan Vigas looking to get his first Needham goal. Horlock flying off his line again. He's very, very good in these situations, isn't he? You trust him with your life back there. Yeah, no, he's solid, isn't he? Horlock clearing now, up and over the top. King for Lewis Barker. Now Ackham heading away. Time diving down to get there. Bell. Stratford oh. 1, Bromsgrove 2. So Bromsgrove on to back-to-back -back wins at the moment. So this ball played over the top. Malachi Black just checking his shoulder, making sure Vigas can't continue. The ball's cleared out and caught by one of the Needham coaches. Trying to inject a sense of urgency into the side. It's a nice first-time ball down the left-hand side. They do move the ball well, Needham, but again, don't have that conviction going forward and Charlie Horlock will pick <laughs> it up <laughs> I love that. take his time he's a master of the dark arts isn't he behind the smile and the yeah yeah the friendly face knows exactly what he's doing he clears this ball up nice touch from Lewis Barker there to bring it down and hitching him on a throw in as well slowly crawling our way along that line getting <laughs> closer wonder if Lewis Barker will be sending Jake Hutchinson a message saying, we don't need you anymore with me up front now. Yeah. <laughs> Doing your job. Gleason chipping one over. Barker again trying to run onto it. He's not going to get there. It's hammered away by Daniel Morphew. Up towards McGrath. Brings it down nicely. McGrath into Frimpong, the brother of the former Arsenal man, Emmanuel Frimpong. He's tugged in the back there, I think, by Delson Akom and receives a free kick for his troubles. Still 1-0. What happened to Emmanuel? Did he go off to Germany? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Not too sure, uh, to be honest. But, yeah, interesting, his brother's still playing in England. Free kick here on the halfway line. And it is taken now. Pinged forward. Horlock thinks about coming. Barker deals with it, though. It's out for a goal kick. So last touch of the head of uh, Kieran Morphew in his 11th season now. Uh, at Needham Market, he has. Even Charlie's calling over the... the yeah, this, Barker this and Morphew on the floor. I think Barker's okay. Morphew's the one they're worried about. Both physios are, are running onto the pitch. They're both back on their feet, though, but you know, mm. Morphew back down now. He's actually hobbled off the pitch. I think he knows his race is run here. Maybe his ankle was just trodden on there by LB. Do you fancy? He's holding it now. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, I, it, to be fair, I think they've both gone for the ball and he's just, as he's landed, he's just gone to turn as the ball's gone to his right-hand side and uh, his studs remain dug into the pitch and uh, he, he's probably pulled something in that ankle, maybe twisted it or gone over. We'll, uh, we'll keep you updated, but he certainly looks in like he's in a lot of pain and instantly Charlie Horlock was calling over for the physio, yeah. so something, something's happened. Lewis Barker, on the other hand, looks to be OK. He's run over to the other side and few players I think we'll just have a little rest here take advantage of this opportunity and get a drink but yeah you can see already need him a, a lining up a substitute someone like a, a Noah Collard might uh, be called in here so that's having a look through that's their captain yeah captain lost one of the more fuses off uh, Kieran it will be a, a big loss he's I think he's, oh, he's a good back game, onto actually. the pitch. To be fair, hobbling back on, Ilkston nil, McLover three one. They've actually said, actually, if you're if you're injured, you're, you're coming off. Or is he? He's jogging all the way round. So we'll wait and see. He's getting a round of applause from some of the Needham fans, but it looks like he's able to continue, which is a very good sign for the marketman if they want to get back into this game. 
Yeah, man, you need that double morph in the back. <laughs> Come on, you can listen back to this commentary on the Canary Club podcast. Make sure you drop the podcast to follow uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts even. All not clearing this one away. We'll also talk to Mark Burke after this game. You'll be able to find that interview on my Instagram, hopefully later this evening or tomorrow morning. Make sure you follow me at Freddie underscore Cardi there to see what Mark Burke has nice to say. Turn. There's a lovely turn, as you say, there by Ross Crane against Kane, who slides in. Still Crane onto his left foot now, finding the substitute, Noah Collard, who must have come on for more for you there. Shot comes in from range, deflected and behind for a corner. Again, that hitching defence, just throwing themselves in front of the ball. It don't matter if it slaps you in the face, in the chest or wherever. you just got to stop it getting through to the goal. Corner kick for Needham once again then. Pressure building on the Canaries. Collard to take. Just come off the bench. Can he make an impact in this game? We will see. Certainly the best spell for Needham Market so far. Yeah, 62 minutes gone. Hitching of... Not really been in Needham's half in this second half. Collard to take, it's to the edge of the box. Chance here for Hammond, he goes first time, drilled along the floor. Horlock was unsighted for a while, diving across to his right, made a good save. It was more of a placement shot really than anything powerful. But when you're kicking through the, through the crowd of players, it's so difficult for the keepers. But again, Horlock up to the task. Yeah, he, must, he would have seen that one late. He kicks long, looking for Finley Wilkinson. Bell up there too. Wilkinson gets there. Good physicality. Finding Barker. Akom now. Wilkinson, another contender for the HTFC Radio. Man of the match. In there to Akom again. Battling with Patrick Brothers, who's the only player to be booked so far in this game. Syme. Clearing up and over. Bell again will run onto it. And Garnham comes out. The old sticking your knee up in the air as a goalkeeper. Making sure you clean out anyone around you. Now Ross Crane. Crane back into the middle. And Needham just searching for a runner. They didn't have anything. Gleason clears away. Late challenge in him in the end. It wasn't too much there. He's rolling <laughs> around. <laughs> He's straight back up at his feet. On, the double hard former Irish, Irish international Gosh. kind of knew what he was up to there, I think. Yeah, a little sneaky one there. Referee ain't having none of that. Gleason heading away. He's been good, actually, to be fair, this referee. I know refs get stick, but I like him. As uh, They've broken down the side again with McGrath now and well shepherded out from, from Malachi Black. They're doing an excellent job. I've had confirmation from Rowan. Kieran Morphew is continuing the caps. It was Jacob Lay who was taken off. Oh. Noah Collard comes on the uh, one of the academy products. Uh, tenacious midfielder. We've seen that, the energy he's got coming on. We've already seen that so far. Here's the young striker, Vigors, on loan from Charlton. Out to Noah Collard once again. Needham trying to get back into this game. Collard up against Cody Cott-Stevens. Right foot now and easy enough for Cody Cott-Stevens to deal with. He does well. 65 minutes played. Still 1-0 to the Canaries. Keep your messages uh, coming in. If you want a shout-out or anything to say. Ball played into the middle now. Malachi Black standing firm and it comes off him for another Needham Market corner. There's no way through at the moment. Not at the moment. Give another shout out to one of our commentators, Harry Underwood, who's uh, going to be listening um, alongside Martin Burke as well. Great stuff. Yeah, nice to have you guys tuning in. We look forward to Saturday. Haybridge Swifts at home in the FA Cup. We'll be here once again 
uh, for HCFC Radio commentary. This ball's played Ooh. into the middle, headed behind. Cody Kotsimas gets on the second ball, appeals for a shove in the back. Shot comes in, well blocked again by Lewis Barker. Now for Impong, down the left-hand side, back into Kieran Morphew. And now he is offside. Uh, misunderstanding, a miscommunication, whatever you want to call it, between the two players over on that far side. There's an offside there. So you're missing Saturday, I've, I've been told. Another festival, is it? You're racking them up towards the end of summer. Yeah, no, it's nice because it's, it's amazing, you know. Like, well, I suppose it happens to footballers as well when you hang your boots up. I'd actually said, you know what, I've had enough of this now. I'm going to hang my base up. Uh, no. And then all the, all, the <laughs> all the work comes flooding in. It's yeah. great. So, uh, yeah, we were at a festival into the wild um, yesterday, which was wonderful. It's an alcohol-free festival. So if you ever want to fancy taking the kids somewhere, it's really good. There's classes and schools and teaching going on as well, which is wonderful. Poor look over the top. In the meantime, there's been a change. Teal's come on for Bell. To be fair, I think good. I would have started it that way. In terms of the starting 11, if I was Mark Burke, but Teal come on and a chance to prove himself. He hasn't really been given too many opportunities in the league, has he? No. He, we I thought saying. he played really well against Russia Olympic, though, a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, um, no, he did. In that nil-nil draw. Of course, the midfield so congested with personnel, it's hard for anyone to really stake a claim as this ball's played into the middle. And again, Horlock races off his line and gets there first. So what will, what will Kai Teal bring to this front line? Uh, he's just going to bring more aggression, isn't he, really, to be fair. Uh, and I can see why Burke has done, um, done the old Bradley Bell thing. Maybe just to give us a little bit of something going, going on in the second half. Maybe push for a sort of second goal or, or, or a first goal if he, he didn't know what was going on at the beginning, obviously. But Kai Teal's going to definitely give you a little bit more up front. Sime heading, Sime heading away. Now Del Sinakom up to Kai Teal. Teal trying to play one through, battling with his man as always. And the ball back in the Needham defence. Die. Across to Morphew in the middle. Played through. It's nicely worked. Collard, lovely ball wide, but too much in it for Ross Crane. Yeah, it's difficult for him to get hold of that. That was travelling at a bit of pace. I think Crane's been outstanding so far, hasn't he? Former Ipswich player actually made his debut for the club in a 2-0 win over Gillingham in the EFL Trophy yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but he was released from Ipswich this summer and Needham straight away said, we'll have him, please. And <laughs> he made the switch across to Bloomfield. Header again here by uh, Jamie McGrath in there. Cleared away by Toby Syme. Syme up forward, headed down, but not very well because Teal gets there and Teal gets away from his man who slides in. Teal here, oh. oh, it's really good defending. He nearly got just past Jake Dye. Dye was on the back foot, really. Squared up by Kai Teal, but he just stuck that foot out and was able to get there. That would have been a really good chance to, to end this game there and then. Well, there you go. That's what Kai Teal can bring to the game. Another bit of poor defending, though, as well from Needham. A little misjudgment. As Teal was able to get through, but in the end, it's, it was a good recovery tackle. Well, the Callum curse, we've hoped, has been broken with Callum Ellis as the ball's played in now. And the Needham <laughs> player can't quite get there, but he's just tweeted me saying, tuning in to HDFC Radio after a long day at work, come on the town. But we think we've broken the curse, don't we? Yeah, I think so, Cal. You can breathe easy, mate, and put your feet up after our day. There's 69 minutes gone, still 1-0. The drum back into life again for a short burst and <laughs> that'll be that. Horlock then spots the ball down in the, the grey shirt. I'm trying to put him off his goal kick. Charlie Horlock, the 
sports psychologist. I'm not sure he's going to be too bothered by that, to be honest. He clears no. this one up and over the top. Looking for Finley Wilkinson. Bell on Barker underneath it as well. Georgiou into Steve Gleeson. Needham needs six goals to repeat what happened last season here at top field. Yeah. Looking rather unlikely. It's been an impressive turnaround, hasn't it, by Hitchin? Certainly has, man. Ain't going to be no 6-1 today. Syme. Going to clear this one away. Comes up and comes all the way down. It's caught rather well by Patrick Brothers on the far side. Leaves it for Jake Dye to take this throw in then. Dye into Noah Collard. Collard playing on up into the striker. He's giving it straight to Coldicott-Steven. There are some groans from the, from the fans there. Vigors comes through now. Important again from Malachi Black, clearing this one away. It was almost slipping over back there. Now Akam can bring it forward. Again, there's not really much up he front for Hitchin to use. And you're never going to keep possession if, if there's no one up front you can hit once you win the ball back. It's no. a little bit of a disadvantage of this system, I guess. But Hitchin are defending well. And again, Needham try and hit over the top. It's gone past everyone. And out for another Charlie Hallock goal kick. So Hitchin at the moment making a push for the playoffs. Get their third win from six games. Uh, this season, move them four points ahead of Needham Market uh, as well. Hitchin drawn both of their first, <laughs> both of their home games nil-nil coming into this one against Baseford and uh, Russell before that, winning two on the road and looking to get their first home win of the season. As the drum is back into line, Horlock taking the goal kick. <laughs> Again, it's long. It just seems to hit the same spot every time. He's very accurate. He is, yeah. His distribution. Here's Akam again, Good fouled work. there. Yes. The referee's decision is applauded by everyone in of a Hitchin persuasion. You can tell though, Hitchin's starting to just stall for time at the moment, aren't they? They know what they're doing with less yep. than 19 minutes left. Well, either that or they, they might be tiring a bit, Freddie. I mean, they haven't stopped running. They haven't stopped throwing themselves on the ground for the team. You know, there's going to be some tired bodies out there already. Here's Delson Akam then. First ever win against Rushton a couple of weeks ago. Could it be a first ever league win against Needham here today? Certainly going that way so far for Hitch and going a goal ahead after just eight minutes. Finney Wilkinson latching onto a defensive error and scoring another goal as Teal crosses this one in. Important header away back there by Daniel Morphew and another corner kick for Hitch in town. What a cross that was. Delson Ackles done well today, hasn't he? He has, he really has. And I'm glad for the boy as well. Absolutely. We know he's got it in the locker. Yeah. We saw it, you know, it's this just nice. Really showing what he can do today. So corner then, that's over on the right-hand side, the packed Bedford Road end. Cody Cut stevens is over at the back post. Plenty in the middle as well. Malachi Black again lurks on the edge of the box. Stephen Gleeson to take. Symes in there, up towards the back post. It is nearly Toby Symes, it's just over his head. Hitchin just aren't going to win many of those balls in the middle, are they, when they go long? Not really, not when they go high into the area like that. I think we have a little bit more success when it's played uh, low and hard across the ground. Yeah, always difficult for a fairly small team there, as in Hitchin's case. But still 1-0 at top field. And we've got ourselves a throw-in out of that all as well. Yeah, they kept the players forward as well. Callum Kane takes the throw-in short. Malico Black gives it back mm -hmm. to him, but... A poor pass, but then it's won back well by Wilkinson. A good scrap in there with the Needham man coming out on top. Fair play to him there. Ross Crane showing his defensive attributes, winning that ball back. It's now up wide. 
Into the middle goes Ryan Vigors. Still Vigors. Nutmegs his own man. Brothers with a good step over. Back to Brothers again, playing one through. Wide to Jake Dye. Dye into Brothers. Nicely oh, worked nice. again. Dye in his right foot, the weaker foot, but it's headed away by Malachi Black. That cross there. Barker then gets, it, gets the ball in front of Frimpong. Need him keep the ball in on the far side. Crossed in as well. Another good header by Malachi Black. Doing the Jack Green roll today almost. Yeah, he's borrowed Jack's head, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> They've learnt from the best. George, you've defending to do now. Does it well. Cody Cut Stevens clearing away in the number nine shirt. Up towards Wilkinson. He's been such a presence up there. You can imagine him and Steve Cawley being a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Or, or De Silva, alternatively. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, De Silva's starting to find a little bit of form at the moment as well. It's a shame that he hasn't... Uh, he hasn't quite made it. Yeah, hopefully back in the side for Saturday. Be interesting to see if Mark Burke makes changes for that one because there, there aren't too many changes that can be made, I suppose. No, not really. And uh, listen, you never change a winning team. Well, that's how that's how I live by. Yeah, FA Cup normally seen by managers as choose a chance to rest a few, but still a, a good few days for players to put their feet up and rest ahead of that one. This ball's played wide nicely by Crane. Eden will keep coming forward all the time that it is 1-0, but Syme again cutting the ball out, walking through the midfield into Wilkinson. Not too many options. Barker to his right. Kane is found, though, down the left-hand side. Tries to chip the ball in, gets it back after it was blocked by uh, Hammond. Now Crane over onto the right. This carpet of a top field pitch looks magnificent Beautiful, out there today. Crownstaff again doing a fine job and Kaitil just beaten there. Nearly won it back again in the dangerous position as Black goes sliding in, wins the ball. Wilkinson again popping up everywhere. Now Cody Stevens. Kane gets there, clears that one out and away. Doing a fantastic job here really in front of these 529 spectators on Bank Holiday Monday. They certainly had some good entertainment, I'll give them that. Someone who hasn't left their names, but great commentary. Come on, you Canaries. Thank you very much. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> quite frustrated with not being able to get the ball back underway, but there's a substitution. I'm not going to repeat what they said. No, I think yeah. it was an Eden man, I'd <laughs> imagine. And now Patrick Brothers, who's on a yellow card, is going to be taken off. We'll see who's been brought on for him. Finn will confirm over the Tannoy, and Eden will take the throw in. Brothers replace then. And Seth Chambers uh, comes on. An interesting player. Two goals for him this season. Another product of the academy. He was given uh, regular opportunities at first team level last season. Scored a brace in the recent 3 1 win over Stourbridge at home as well. But Needham, I think, yet to score. Oh. As this ball goes out. Well, it's out for H and Fro. And Needham actually yet to score away from home this season. So that stat looking to continue as well. Still very season still very much in its infancy. I'll run you through the Southern League Central scores as well when we get a moment. But Callum Kane has a throw in here just inside his own half. On the near side to us. Kane with Teal and Lewis Barker down the line. Barker can't quite get there. And now this ball's cleared away. Black after it gets there. But was pushed a little bit. Black has just put himself everywhere, hasn't he? He's been great. Here's the throw in for Needham there, looking to really get on with it now. As the time continues 
to tick away. 13 minutes left on HTFC oh, Radio. It's still 1-0 up. Black <laughs> bringing it out. He's fouled there as well. Fantastic work. And he just has a little smile on his face as well up against Vigas as well. And Barker gives him a pat on the back. Hayne gives him a high five. Black knows he's done a fantastic job there. Right, here are your scores. All Church nil, Townworth 2. Uh, Bedford nil, Royston Town 2. Uh, Colville nil, Baseford 1. It's 1-0 to Hitchin here. Ilkeston 1, Mickelover 3. Uh, it's 1-all between Layston and Kings Langley. Same scoreline between Nuneaton and Hensford. Also the same scoreline between Russell and Barwell, as well as St Ives and Rushton and Diamonds. 2-all between Stratford and Bromsgrove. And 2-0 to Redditch United away at Stourbridge. Brilliant. 77 gone here on HTFC Radio. Cody Cut Stevens clearing this one away. Hitchens still 1-0 up looking for their first ever league win against Needham. Starting the season in flying colours so far the Canaries. They're determined not to let their defeat away at Bromsgrove Sporting when they were down to 10 men for a whole 78 minutes. Not going to let that put them off this fine run of form. Cody Cut Stevens coming through now and number 12 just drops to the floor for no reason trying to win a free kick really. Wilkinson goes wide. Now Kane and Gleason's having a go. word with someone. It's unusual. For Wouldn't Gleason. be a football match at top field if he wasn't. So he's just going to have a chat with the young man Ryan Vigors, a Welsh youth international against the senior Irish international in his heyday. He's got a card in his hand, the ref. Yeah, he's going to have a word with someone. Well, Vigors was causing a bit of trouble with Malachi Black as well, so I wonder if this is an extension of what was said and done back there. Yep. He's, he's chatting with Steve Gleeson. Ah, it's Martin Burke who, who messaged in earlier, so nice yeah. to, to yeah, hear Gleeson gets a, a yellow card and so does uh, the number 12. Yeah, interesting that. Noah Collard books as is Stephen Gleeson then. It wouldn't be a game if Gleeson no. didn't pick up a card, would it? 46 so. listeners, so <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in. Let's push that up to 50 if we can. If you know any other people who are going to be interested in listening in, make sure to share it around, tell your mates about us. Here for every hitch in a home game, we're doing more and more away games every season as well. For these hitching commentaries. Ten minutes to go, plus added time. Can Hitchin hold on? Looks like uh, referee's got the ball at yeah, the moment. Yeah, drop ball. I mean, there was a little tear up there between Gleason and Noah Collar, the sub. Yeah. But Hitchin were playing on, so it's a bit of a strange one. St Ives now 2-1 up against Rushton. They're going to be near that relegation zone. Yeah. Cody got Stevens then resumes things with the drop ball up against Hammond. Trying to use his skills here. Hammond gets there though, wins it back, but then Cody got Stevens in with the tackle. There's a bit of heat to this game now, isn't there? Yeah, don't mind a bit of that, you know. And, uh, and the and stakes get play. higher and higher. Hammond now into Frimpong. Hammond smashing this one away. A very, very interesting ball. It's it ended was. up back with Marcus Garnum, who is an excellent footballer, to be fair, and has knocked this one out wide. Needham can bring it forward around Josh Coldicott Stevens. Knocked down the line now. Hilkeston have pulled another one back at home to Mikelova Sports. It's 3 2 to Mikelova now. Another throw in for Hitchin here. They do not look like conceding as things stand as we're into the last uh, 10 minutes. That goal from Finley Wilkinson is still the difference. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit like 1-0 to the hitching, isn't it? You know? Yeah, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it all day. Pairing it to last season, that 6-1 defeat to Needham Market, where Hitchin went bottom of the table. Needham picked up their first win of the season after 10 games. It was mid-October then. Yeah. 
how bad things were that time. I remember saying after that, I de genuinely didn't see how we could avoid relegation after oh, that defeat. Mark Burke was Cody on the verge of resigning. Cody got Seaman doing a fantastic job on the edge of his own box there. and Looked to be fouled by Frimpong. Here's Gleason. Oh, a little drag back in a chip. Why don't you? Teal now continuing to hustle. Good work by him. But Needham recycled the ball out wide well. Teal still in there with that angry look on his face. And now Crane down the right-hand side. Gets to the penalty area. Gets around Gleason. Crane gets a shot away. Good save. Was a selfish option, really, by Crane. They were three in the middle, and they're all annoyed at him. They're throwing their arms up in the air, saying, why on earth did you not square us the ball? He'd done all the work, and he thought, I'm going to take the shot on. Have a go, mate. That's what I say. <laughs> Eight minutes left. Needham have certainly had a few more chances than Hitchin. The only one I can think of for us was that Wilkinson goal. Yeah, to be fair, it's not been a, a, a game of uh, on-target chances, has it? We've only had the one sort of, or, or maybe two at most. Well, Gleeson and Cody Cott-Stevens are both down, looking fairly tired at the moment. I'm surprised maybe that Till hasn't been dropped into midfield with maybe an Alotti coming on up front. That's, that's probably a good There's switch. There's some tired legs out there now. They've worked so hard. I think this is where Mark Burke needs to be a little wise. And Well, I think Johnny Alotti might be warming up now, but you've got to use your bench in these situations or you're just going to leave the team vulnerable. Yeah, or, or you're going to have more injuries to your list, you know, so uh, I'd like to definitely see some subs coming on now. Yeah, midfield certainly tiring. They've worked hard. As Horlock goes long once again. Seven minutes left away from a notable victory for Hitchin Town. I think we'll still see them move up into that playoff spot. Let's have a look now. Oh, just out of it. Oh. Level on goal difference. Uh, level on points are three other sides uh, of Kings Langley just in front so far. Kings Langley uh, beating Leyston. So let's, ho let's well. hope Leyston can get something, eh? <laughs> yeah. They've done well, Kings Langley, since coming yeah, into this they division. Have moved over. Ball over the top. Ackham's there. Gleason's there as well. Stratford now 3-2 up against Bromsgrove. It's a free kick going Hitchens way. Gleason's been fighting in there as well, hasn't he? He's a soldier, isn't he? Eh? I'll ask you for your man. The match in a few moments' time as well. No problem. You can imagine it's going to be either coming from the defence or it's going to be that man Finley Wilkinson for this game. Potentially Charlie Horlock as well. It's done well. Not had too many saves to make. And you can see the frustration now creeping into Needham. You can see Kevin Horlock over there. Having words of the referee, of course, Hitchens' gamesmanship will start to set in with some of the, the time-wasting tactics that were employed by Bromsgrove, I suppose, on Saturday. And Hitchens have, have noted a few of those down. And it's about time for the yeah. old uh, Charlie Orlock backache, isn't it? Yeah, a few minutes. Okay. It starts to set in. <laughs> <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing, of course, the Hitchens keeper. Orlock up and over the top. Looking for Lewis Barker. Headed down nicely, and Cody Cott-Stevens is in there as well. Needham continue to come forward. Malachi Black as well, all over his man. Kane helping him out as well, and they win the ball back. Here's Toby Syme. Jack Morell might be fighting for his place. <laughs> Watching Malachi Black here being immense. Garnham yeah, clearing away. Again, Syme heads the ball away. Wanting another thir a third man of the match at home. That's oh, a great Toby stretch Sam. clearance. The ball coming over his shoulder. Manages to hook it up and away. That's difficult to do, that ain't easy. So tough. His awareness is fantastic, Toby Syme. Five minutes left then. Cleared away here by Stan Georgiou. Let's go out for a hitch and throw in as well. I mean, 
Needham have, have been restricted as well in the second half. I mean, they had a quite a few opportunities in the first, but they've not really looked like scoring in the second. They've just been unable to break down the Hitchin defence. I mean, it's as simple as that, really. Uh, they've certainly tried and they've certainly looked like a good team. It's just Hitchin defensively have been really, really strong. The attendance, the attendance confirmed over the Tannoy is 529, which is Great. excellent. Hopefully we'll see another good FA Cup crowd on <laughs> Saturday as Wilkinson hauls his man over. Morphew won't want to stay around on the floor for too long because his side have got some points to play for here. Yeah. There's a few words there with Daniel Morphew as well, protecting his namesake. Stratford 3, Bromsgrove 2 then. I'm sure there'll be some late drama around the ground somewhere or other. Needham almost through there and again Symes back there to clear and there are tired legs in this Needham team now they're going for this game too I can see it might be Leon Chambers over there getting ready to come on yeah, a midfielder anyway we've barely seen any of him apart from in that Biggleswage United friendly where he got a start but Excellent. if he can come on and do something in midfield that'll be appreciated I think by the, the hitching contingent Georgie back there defending now and he's got work to do with Needham coming forward into the box on the left-hand side. Ball slips across and a very important clearance away from Kane. There were so many men in there from Needham that could have just tucked it away but it wasn't a great ball across in all honesty. Oops. And now Garnham clears the ball off the head of his own defender who did not know anything <laughs> about that. There was a similar one, I think. Ramsdale smacked one into the head of Mitrovic on Saturday. <laughs> but that was his own player there Marcus Garnham and luckily Kai Teal wasn't on the end of it for Needham yeah now if it favorably fell to their own player and they were able to sort of calm it all down a little bit 49 listeners let's get that number up come on love to hit 50 this season would be nice so into the final three minutes here I'll ask you if you man the match the next opportunity we get but Needham come through again again it's Callum Kane to cut the ball out Punted up forward. Yeah, it is. And a substitution now. It's going to be that man, Leon Chambers. Let's get your man of the match. Right, there's a couple of contenders, as you know. But I've, listen, I've got to give it to Mal Black. He's been absolutely immense for Hitchin. I think he's the one that's kept a clean sheet, really. To be fair, he's, uh, he's done immense work. Yeah, I'd agree with you there, Malachi Black. I think we could have called that almost in the, about half an hour in or so. He's been excellent. Yeah. There you go, Wilkinson going off. and uh, Yeah, I'm surprised maybe it's not Cody Cott-Stevens, to be honest, but Wilkinson has run everywhere in this game, hasn't he? Yeah. Chambers comes on to make his lead debut. Excellent. But, yeah, Malachi Blackman in the match then for the first time uh, this season. He's been brilliant. He really has. Hitchin, two minutes away plus any time. There'll be a fair bit, I think, knowing this ref from an uh, excellent, excellent win over Needham Market here as the throw-in's taken down the right. Flicked on well, Cody Cott-Stevens. Still plenty of time just for that one opportunity that Needham need, that one opportunity to challenge Horlock's goal. And there was half a chance there as the shot came in from a long way out for Ryan Vigors. It was a snapshot really in his left foot, straight down the throat of Charlie Horlock. Yeah, on another day that could have found uh, the space in the goal, but this time all it found was Captain Charlie. Horlock then spots the ball down, clears long and over the top, looking for Leon Chambers, out jump there and Cody Cott Stevens smashes the ball away. Teal will run after it, but this is in the perfect part of the pitch now for Hitchin. Trying to box Needham in. It's down on their right back really area. They've got a throw in to be taken here by Carl Hammond. 
Will brought down, chipped over, no. flick through again. And we'll go out for a hitch and throw in. Toby Simon says, let's have the ball back. And no, I'll it. just style we'll it out of it. <laughs> and then the ball. finally, Ross Crane <laughs> gives the ball back. Reminds, I think he reminds you of Ben White a little bit, Ross Crane. <laughs> oh, what looks wise. Yeah, looks wise. Slightly different player. I think he's done a good job here, but Toby Simon, a very clever man with those time-wasting tricks. There's another good header away by Crane. Gleason away. Now Frimpong brought down by Barker. St. Ives 3, Rushton 1. Dearie me, Rushton and Diamonds fans. It's a different Rushton and Diamonds. It really zone. is. Yeah, I mean, once fair. Hitchin beat them, we thought, wow, crisis. <laughs> this, doesn't, this isn't meant to happen. No. Into added time now on HTFC Radio. Still 1-0. Needham Market fans are, are tuning off at this point. I think Nuneaton 2, Hensford 1. So Nuneaton go back to the top of the table, I think. A remarkable start to the season for them. Not many would have seen that coming. Very impressive stuff. Into added time here. Needham still come forward. Red shirts all up there in the penalty area. Looking for equaliser here with Ross Crane. Back out. Crane digs out across towards the back post. Header comes in. Oh, oh and it's just wide of the mark. That might have been the opportunity. Charlie Horlock was nowhere near it. They were hands on heads. Needham so close to scoring now. It literally was. Uh, everybody had their heart in their mouth, I tell you. But uh, fortune again favours Hitchintown. Very, very close. Similar to that early corner that was just headed over the bar from Jamie McGrath. I promise I'm not making that rhyme every single time on purpose. It's yeah. <laughs> it just works. It just works nicely. <laughs> Horlock with the goal kick. Into added time then. We'll wait and see how much will be added on. Horlock to clear. Up and over the top. Eyes on the man in black now. Fun over. Barker heads it on. Kiteel almost has a run in behind. It will fall to Kyle Hammond to clear. Hammond over the top. Malico Black with more defending to do. One last chance for him. The man goes down. He has to clear it away. There was nothing there, though, for the referee's liking. He's let the game flow to his credit. And then it's an awful ball wide by Noah Collard. And that might just be that. There are smiles on the faces of a few in Hitchin colours now. Yeah, just casually do it, you know. Callum Kane with a throw in. Hitchin running the clock down well here. The referee checks his watch. Leon Chambers asking him how long's left. Kane down the left. Gleason directing traffic in there. The ball comes back through though. Toby Syme up against his man. Worked out nicely here though. Chambers is in there. And then Cody Cott Stevens wins it back. Chambers making the run down the right hand side. He's taking a massive touch in front of him on the right. Invites Garnham to come. Garnham clears into the car park. And now all of a sudden all of the footballs will disappear from sight. Yeah. And we'll have to wait a few more moments. Drama there. Chambers the touch just a little too far. I wonder if he was swinging corner flag to be fair. Yeah, and no. Toby Syme again wins the sponsors man of the match for the third home game in a row. He's champagne covered. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely rammed, isn't it? That's a hat trick of man of the matches there. Unbelievable. For, for Toby. So that's the official one. Of course, Mal Black picking up the uh, the HGFT. Yeah. Syme not far behind one. to be fair. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No <laughs> champagne. No champagne. So I've denied it to Jack Green. <laughs> Gleason chips one over the top looking nice. for Lewis Barker down the right Barker brought down no foul there and a throw in for Needham Market which I'll try and take quickly 
but it's right over by their corner flag in their own half. They are a long way from Charlie Horlock's goal now. Throwing taken down the left, Georgiou in there to head the ball away. Hitchin have just been so organised. And again, Malachi Black jumps highest of them all to head it away. Teal had an arm around his neck as, yeah. It wasn't just me who saw that then. And now Kane brings it forward. Excellent. Looking for Teal. Teal will take it down the right. He's going to drive towards goal here. Teal on the edge of the box. Goes for goal. Oh. oh, it was towards the near post. It was wide of the mark. He dragged it wide in the end. But Hitchin are piling on the pressure now. A goal to the good. We're into the 94th minute now. I just wonder if Kai Teal saw the run that Chambers had made to his right-hand side there. He was coming in like a steam train. He really was. There were options for Kai Teal. He went for goal on the edge of the box. Flicks on now. Need him forward again. Black gets there. Oh. Kane gets there. Scuffs the clearance. Syme scuffs his clearance. What's going on? They've been so good back there for 90 minutes. Oh, oh and then everyone's scuffing it, though. Frimpong can't get rid of the ball. It's he tired, moves it looks. wide across the halfway line. And now Syme. Kane, sorry, clears away. Referee checks his watch, hopefully for one final time. Now the throw-in taken. Deep into added time. Frimpong exchanging passes with Hammond, who chips it down the right-hand side for Needham Market. Again, it's cleared away. Gleeson gets there. He's going to hammer this one forward. Teal will run onto it. Garnham leaves alone. It comes to Morphews doing some keepy-ups. Ball cleared away. And that is it. Hitchin will celebrate tonight. They've beaten Needham Market for the first time in the club's history in the league. And they have worked so, so hard for it today. Magnificent stuff. Michael Jones has sprinted 40 yards onto the pitch to give Malachi Black a massive hug because he deserves it. The whole Hitchin defence deserve it. What a display. They're sitting on, on the field now, taking it all in because they have run their socks off this afternoon, Hitchin Town. Absolutely. You can't, you can't fault the defence. It's just the work rate has been impeccable. We're laying ghosts to rest, man. The Ghostbusters thing might stick <laughs> this season. We might have to download the theme tune. We might well do. 1-0 for Hitchin. Wilkinson with his third goal of the season in the eighth minute, but it was all about the defence from there. First home win of the season. First league win against Needham Market. The town are on the up, and we'll see you on Saturday.